I don't like strip clubs for that very reason, bro. I'm, I'm you don't like the begging hoes? Yeah, man. So stop talking to me. Just dance. Nah, I, I, <laughs> that's a little wild to say, but, <laughs> no, but it's the truth. I don't want you like I don't want you around me to be honest. I want to be like a a fly on the wall. I don't want to be, you know, just just let me be here and chill. I, I don't need you all up on me asking for money. I know what the game is. <laughs> I mean, but you you a willing participant in the game if you've been there. That's and that's and that's why I can't really mess with it, man. It's like you know what you walking into. Some chicks gonna walk up on you, you know, try to talk you into something. And I'm like, ah, I'm good. It really helps because my my first assumption when I'm in there is y'all are liars. Oh man. So, <laughs> so whatever y'all say to me while I'm in here, I know is a lie, and I just know not to fall for it. Yeah, it's true. I just prefer to to fucking avoid them if I can, unless I'm just trying to have like a turned up night where I just gotta cap it off or some shit. <laughs> well, sometimes that's why I like to if you um if you keep something in front of you, you probably pretty good. Yeah, or keep moving because they they grab you. I remember I went to one in Dallas recently. And they grabbed me right once I went in. I didn't even go to the ATM yet. They was like, "Oh no!" Nah. Like two two of them came up to me. And was like, "You coming with us?" I was like, "Yo, I just got here." <laughs> so yeah, yeah. that shit can get crazy. Keep a fish flake. Yo yo yo! Welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy Moose Mancino, and this pod is brought to you by Normani Man. Um, look out for whatever new project she's working on. I know she got something in the pipeline. Uh, <laughs> get my nigga down in the building. Easer, it's your boy Donnie, man. How y'all feeling today? Pretty good, man. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty great. Yeah, man. Weather hasn't been that bad. I know weather is almost always good in Houston, but in Chicago, we finally got some good weather after some dreadful weeks. I don't, I don't know why this happened. It's going right back to just how it was. These, it was, it's been like seventy for like three days. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah, it's yeah. been good. It's, and that's the like the weather I look forward to, but we only get it like five days out of fall. Yeah. It's perfect because when the sun goes down, it's still kind of cool, but mm-hmm. you're not hot or you're not too cold. When it's yeah. like that mid when it's that mid fifties, when the sun you and the sun is out, you decent, but when the sun goes down, you a little brisk. It's that hoodie weather, man. It's that girl steal your hoodie, you're not gonna see it in the morning weather and shit, bro. Oh man, can't beat that weather. You know yeah, that. Uh, we got my nigga C's in the building. Hey man, I'm feeling generous today. Uh, if any of our <laughs> listeners feel like going to the Boosie Adult Prom in, in Indianapolis on November 12th, uh, reach out. <laughs> I might might be willing to you know take care of that ticket. Just one though, nigga. <laughs> who who, who want to go to that? Shout out to Boosie, but who who want who want to go to that? Honestly, this is. I know this is like his sixth one, so people, I guess, keep going. Mm. Yeah, when you it, when you first started, I thought you was gonna bless somebody cash app or some shit. I was like, all right, I'm feeling generous. Yeah, like that's how the <laughs> trick started off, bro. <laughs> Damn, yeah. dope prom. That seems it seems interesting. No, it doesn't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Why? I don't seem interesting. I feel like as adults partying in those fits will kind of be fire depending on the crowd nah. D- depending on people who's willing to dance if, if, if depending on people's really like 
there to have fun, I feel like it could be solid. The only people that's going to be there is the uh, juvenile delinquents that was locked up during prom or girls that was pregnant during prom. They probably got four babies now. So, okay. Oh, <laughs> it ain't going to be no, no fun or baddies up in there. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Yeah, Indianapolis is a little nuts. Wait, does he do this across the country? Yeah. Okay. Like he got one in Baton Rouge like next month or some shit like that. Yeah. I know he got one. Uh, he got one in Vegas for on New Year's Eve. Ooh. That's not how I was trying to spend my New Year's Eve. We're boosting in these niggas. You contemplating it. <laughs> I ain't, ain't bad, man. I, I, I don't know. I need to see some. It could turn into some weird stuff. Like, what's that? Uh, party that Twitter was doing for a minute was that Bourbon oh, Ball or some man. shit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, know. Man, what a time that was! Oh man, there was so many assault allegations that them yeah. shits, man. Yeah, they had to end that shit quick, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> what, what? Um, what was that other thing? Which where one? Where it was, it was like a freak party, but it was like only dudes were showing up. Are like oh, you talking about ass. the the orgy shit, the Twitter orgy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's some real freaks out here, bro. Like <sighs> niggas need to get with it or get lost. So <laughs> I was trying to try that out, bro. I didn't know what. Hey, this why he's saying it like that makes it sound like he's a disgruntled freak who's not whose energy is not meeting enough with his partners. Yo, I've been Y'all trying to find a way. Freak. <laughs> to get lost. I've been trying to find a way to squeeze that in lately, man. I didn't. I felt like that was the right moment. <laughs> You know, it's, you know what? What's weird is people will always say like they're freaky, but there really are levels to freaks. Oh yeah, because to to really be a freak, I think you would have to go to one of those like those Twitter orgy parties. Yeah, I like I know we joke all the time, but I'm nowhere near that level, bro. I'm pretty standard. <laughs> like, and I don't know, but you got it's some niggas out here doing some wild, wild, wild stuff. Mm-hmm. So hey. Even Stephen A said he don't want to talk about it. He done seen some things. I just, I just be needing to know. I don't need to know, but it's, it's just always interesting, man. How you get into this? Because mm. it's, it's, it would be weird to be like someone so turned you out. Yeah. Like that's how it happens. Once you reach a certain pinnacle of freakiness, it's hard to go back down to regular. Yeah, you're on premium for the rest of your life. And then ninety three. You can't put ninety three. You can't put eighty seven in your car. <laughs> What's you on ninety three, bro? You stuck there. <laughs> it is what it is. I feel like it's trauma. It's partly trauma and partly like love. Like sometimes you just love somebody where you you willing to open up, and then they just open up your whole shit. Uh, no, you know, literally, no, yeah, no, just <laughs> not being like taking that serious, but. Uh, partly it'd be trauma, man. You got like something with like getting beat or some shit. And, okay, know, all right. Don't don't uh, don't don't make it sound like the people who are like into BDSM that just had the rough upbringing. Man, I mean, I'm not saying for all of them, but it'd be people out there that's so used to that being like a form of showing love and stuff like that that they just feel like you know that's how people show love. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to take this too dark, but. A lot of that um, hypersexuality is coming from some childhood trauma in some form. Sometimes. Is that, hyper, is that hypersexuality, though? 
Uh, if you're super freaky, yeah. I think it's a, it's a form of it. Well, I guess what's tough. what's the threshold of super freaky to make someone? To, I guess to, to have it at an abnormal amount of. Are we saying like freaky. specific acts, or what? How, how you wanted us to describe this? I guess when you say it's if your if your behavior is super freaky, I guess there has to be a threshold of freaky and then super freaky. I'm trying to think what would I would describe as super freaky. Uh, going to like glory hole parties and stuff like that. That, that that's super freaky. <laughs> that's super freaky, bro. Oh <laughs> You're freaky, man. <laughs> In the words of Boosie, you freaky, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to glory hole parties oh my god <laughs> please you don't know what's on the other end of that wall bro yeah no. yeah that's that's too much <laughs> yeah so hey it is Rams. what it is hey hey get it hey i'm not freak shaming i'm not king shaming get it how you live bro uh, but I can't. Uh, that that ain't, that life ain't for me, bro. It's it's, it's the glory hole. <laughs> None of that. Oh, <laughs> uh, but man, how y'all doing, man? How everything? How y'all living? Ooh, that was funny. Uh, decent, man. I went went out a little bit this weekend. I went to uh, white DJs have it so easy. White, I don't know if I can white say DJs. That. Yeah. No, I said that. Cause I was at the uh, like a Virgin Hotel rooftop, whatever, on Friday, and now this DJ transition switch is so assy. Yeah, they just hit you with a little uh, EDM wind up and shit. <laughs> no, it, it was it was like he could go for some Lloyd to like Meek Mill instantly. Uh well, yeah. Whoa, okay. Well, hold on now. What song was it though? <laughs> um. Shit, I don't know. His transitions just they weren't smooth and they were just jumping all over the place. Can you name the place? Mm. <laughs> the place? Yeah, where you at? At the Virgin Hotel. Oh, okay. You did name that. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. Uh, DJing for some reason has become a lost art. I'm I'm trying to get the DJs that was back in the run DMC days. It's having like scratch battles and shit. Come on, man. You don't want that. <laughs> yes, you do. Imagine being in a party like that. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas be like, what the hell? What's going on? <laughs> no, that's wild. Yeah. Um, it was crazy. He would like he would have moments where he like turn the music down so he could yell so he could hear his voice over the music. Oh no. On certain parts of the song. Yeah. That shit kind of fire though. That's that's something I always wanted to do. If I could be a DJ, I would definitely be doing that. Would you day. be like shouting people out? What would you be doing? Well, I would first, I would have like five different DJ drops. <laughs> I don't know which one I'd use. It would just be random as hell. Ooh, DJ Donnie. <laughs> Get him wet. Quaking. Got the booty quaking. <laughs> <laughs> I go crazy. And now I'm, I'm for sure ad-libbing songs all day. What the fuck? People going to be annoyed, but hey. The thing, oh, the thing is, if this place wasn't even like busy, busy, it was kind of light in there. So it was easy to just like to see how he was behaving. I didn't really like it. <laughs> hey man, that's when you test out your your new shit, your new material, man, your new drops and your new mixes and shit, man. And I hate when the white DJ want to throw in the gospel. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what weird. you mean. That, that's a that's a thing now. 
Wait, throwing on gospel? Like yeah, melodies it, from heaven? Um, I don't he, I, he he might have. I've heard. Oh yes, I've heard someone go from some gospel <laughs> to slob on my knob. What? Um, you can't, but you can't do that white. I feel like we, we got to no, draw I, the line somewhere. No, I think it's only the white ones. I, I promise 100%. I'm sitting in the booth and a song is playing and I heard just, the Book of Revelations. You know these niggas spiritual. Throw it on. And then he, and then he dropped the stomp. Yeah. Uh, he probably was watching too many IG videos or some shit and was like, yeah, I've seen this in a TikTok. This will get him going. Like, I've had this experience at least a good three, four times. Like this is a I don't know why that's become a thing, but I don't like it. Yeah, they play uh, Melodies in Heaven and Address on Sundays all the time, and I don't understand it. I mean, I be singing it, but I don't understand it. <laughs> I be singing it. <laughs> that's really, that's it really how it be. It's like, man, I don't want to hear this right now, but I, I sing along yeah. for the word. It's like Melodies from Heaven is one of those songs that you cannot not sing if it comes on. Mm. So it is what it is, man. It just always feels so nasty. Yeah. And especially you got a drink in your hand and you know, you know, you trying to grind up on some booty. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as I get older, bro, I don't know if it's just me a me thing or what, but I don't want to be talking to people up in the club now, bro. Ooh. I just go for like the vibes more more so than anything. I hear that. No, that's that's super valid. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like that. Sure. It's like, you um you sometimes you just want to hear some music, but you don't want to be in the house and you want to drink. Facts, mm-hmm. man. You want to you want to see how to how to the feel of the music. You want to see how people responded to it. Yeah. So I don't that's know. really what you need. Just like if you, it's just like a nice little lounge spot, and you can just kind of sit. You ain't got to be all in the mix. Just like, but you can see. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, man, listen to good music and drinking. If people watching this, that's a one. Can't beat it, man. Can't beat it. Don't know how was your shit. It was good, man. Uh, I, I was catching up on uh, the Lakers, that legacy doc. Mm-hmm. Man, that shit is well done. Yeah, I can't that was lie. a that was a really good series. I got one more episode left, but man, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't really feeling Genie like that. Just like now, or just in the doc? In the in the doc. Well, period. I'm be real, <laughs> like. I never want to own anything with my brothers and sisters, yeah. but if you're going to have the balls to fire me, your brother, you're going to have to give me a fucking call. You ain't finna just fire me. I don't care how bad of a job I'm doing. You're going to have to like really you know, reach out to me. That's disrespectful right there. Yeah, but is, was that before or after they, they tried to take that shit over? That was before. Because they started to, they wanted to take it over after, because they were like, hold on, so is she just running this whole shit? That mm-hmm. she could just fire people and do whatever she, like, nah, man. You can at least tell me at the family meeting or something. Yeah, they seem like they don't have that close of a relationship. I'm not excusing her not, you know, at least hitting them up. But it, it just seemed like they just do a whole bunch of we're not really cool type shit. Yeah, but I, 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 I'm not gonna lie. I, I partially understand. The, the Snaggletooth brother wasn't gonna do, wasn't doing a good job. <laughs> he wasn't doing a great job. No, he was t- he was he was a he was a cluck for the entire time. Yeah, I, I agree. It's just man, I don't I don't know how you do that to your to your siblings like that, man. You can at least call. I don't want to have to. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure someone else called him, but 
nah, I got to hear it from you. Yeah, sometimes that could be hard too because you see how hard Magic Johnson took it. Like when he had to quit, I mean, he didn't even want to talk to Jenny because he, I mean, he loved, liked her so much and he felt like there was so much love there that he didn't want to feel that shame of quitting. So I'm pretty sure when you got to do it with your brother, it's the same thing. Well, if we are, are already not, I would assume, on the greatest terms, if, if you're doing a terrible job, it should, should it be that? I don't know if she cared. I don't want to say I don't know if she cared about him like that, but. Mm. I think I, you always care about your brother, no matter how bad of terms or good of terms y'all on. Yeah, but I think it's different if you're not concerned about their well-being. Like, it's not like I'm firing you and I'm now I'm concerned. Now this hurts me to fire you because I don't know how you're going to live and how you're going to feed for your family. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, I, I'm fire you and you don't have to work. Like you good anyway. Yeah. So yeah. this isn't as serious, I guess, as it would be if you had to fire somebody, like a sibling. Yeah. That's a good transition point. Um, I'm gonna just uh my weekend was straight, so I don't have to go too much into it. Like it was pretty regular, nothing nothing crazy. But uh I was saying that because um one of the big things that happened this week was the fifty cent and Marquise thing. I don't know if y'all been keeping up with that whole thing. Like 50 Cent and his, I think that's his eldest son, Marquise, have never had a good mm-hmm. relationship uh, because of the drama fit between him and um, 50 and Marquise's mom. Uh, I guess it has to do with financials, her asking for too much in child support, things like that. Um, a couple years back, Marquise like antagonized the relationship by Willingly or unwillingly, it's conflicting reports taking a picture with the son of the person that tried to kill 50 or tried to allegedly tried to shoot 50 or kill 50. So after that, him and 50 have had pretty much a non-existent relationship or a rocky relationship. Uh, recently, this is like came back up. They've been antagonizing each other again, but it, it culminated with Marquis saying, like, I just want to have a relationship with 50. I just want to have a relationship with my my father. Do y'all feel like 50 needs to bury this hatchet and try to establish a relationship? Or do y'all feel like 50 is uh, justified in saying like, no, because 50 has said, I, I don't want a relationship with him. He's brain. He's too, too brainwashed at this point. He's a hookah server. Like <laughs> he didn't say that. Bro. He, he said he was a hookah <laughs> server, bro. <laughs> like, I don't want anything to do with him, bro. <laughs> Well, I, we have to also remember, forget, remember the part where wasn't his son complaining about like sixty seven hundred dollars for child support? Yeah, he like said a week and a half online. Not enough. Uh, meanwhile, I think he's like what twenty. He's in his twenties, right? He's like mid twenty. I think it was like twenty five. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> he's still getting child support. I guess so. I don't know if he. I didn't know he if he was referring to in a past. still getting it or yeah or past child support. But sixty seven hundred is what he he said. Sixty seven hundred wasn't enough. He was like, and you have you have enemies, so we needed to be safe. Yes. And uh, so it should have been a security uh, tax on it. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest, man. I feel like Fifty should have tried to patch up the relationship a lot sooner, but now that this dude's 25, 26, listen, if, if I don't really fuck with your energy, I don't got to be around you. Mm. I know that sounds harsh. I know nah. it sounds harsh, but, but he's 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 grown now. 
and and their back and forth has been going on for a while, and I'm not putting it all on on uh, Marquise at all because fifty, he should he's done a lot of uh, fucked up shit and and uh, putting out negativity towards him for years. Mm. But I feel like at this point, I don't know. I don't know if it could be mended. Um, and I don't know if I would want to put my energy towards somebody who's just constantly having that negativity towards me. I think I'm good off that. (laughs) I'm beyond. I know it's his son and it sounds crazy, but like where are we at at this point? At this point, I don't know. Listen, I don't know too much, but it just seems like the negativity just stems from him not being there. Yeah. And this it's all kind of just because even he was like, um, I'll even pay him 6700 to do the things we didn't do when I was a kid, or 6700 to like hang out with me or something like that for a day. I, yeah, it's so. I mean, I listen, we don't know the whole situation, but it just sounds like he's just acting, he feels some type of way. Then, I mean, I understand if I don't know how I would feel if. My dad at one point was the biggest rapper in the game, and still right now seen as an important figure. And it's just like he's basically just like fuck you. Yeah, I think that's why uh, I take his side. Like like you said, we don't know all the details, and I'm pretty sure the picture and uh, he's moving a little wild at one point. But I, I feel like at, if somebody's your son, like you got to do whatever you can to men that relationship because I mean but every like don't listen to man everybody don't want their kids vibes. Nah. Like as as crazy as it may sound, there are people who have kids and just keep moving. Yeah. That's true. So it could be a hard concept to it, it is usually a hard concept to understand, but some people can step to it. And I feel like it's tougher when when they're at of that age. It's like I don't I don't. We you could definitely build a relationship um, from it now, but I don't know. It's just like what do what are we doing? You you obviously have your own ideologies, being that at the age that you are, that you know you might not want to even hear my side at this point. Yeah, and it's like I could, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you can go ahead. Uh no, I was gonna say it's like grown friends versus friends you grew up with. With friends you grew up with, the bond is a little bit deeper because y'all done been through so much together and it's just like different emotional experiences. When you grown friends, you done pretty much got your set of ideals already and you pretty much stuck in your ways and y'all y'all not hanging out like that. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Y'all hanging out every blue moon. So y'all don't get to have that deep of a bond and I feel like if he was to get close with him, that's what type of bond. Although I think they were cordial when he was little. Yeah, that's saying we cordial. How you how you be cordial with your <laughs> with a three year old? Yeah, I'm a little nigga. You know, you know. What's we put no pause in the beef. Yeah, but no. Um, I'm hoping that situation get better, man. I, I never like to see that because and. and even though he was acting out, you can kind of tell that, like, he wanted that. Mm. He wanted a relationship what, with. Oh, 
67. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he wanted a relationship with a, I mean, your dad is 50 cent, man. Like, I think that anybody, even if your dad wasn't 50 cent, most, most dudes or sons look to their father as like the most important figure if they're in their lives and stuff. And, uh, seeing somebody that's alive and well and doing amazing stuff and you don't get to be a part of that, it's just, you know, it kind of sucks. And it probably doesn't make it better if he has, he has other, another, I guess, kid or son that I, I could imagine potentially even as an adult seeing him do those things when you feel like he did nothing for you besides maybe that 6700. It'll make you feel some type of way. and if i'm if i'm the kid uh and i'm seeing candy shop on mtv like the video and i see the check come in for 6700 i'm a little like hey bro this ain't enough Mm. Ah, yeah i I don't know wait why do you let him say that (laughs) you see see the candy shop video and you say hmm this ain't enough <laughs> bro 50 was running the game bro <laughs> yeah I feel like as kids you don't really know what things cost and what is enough money until unless uh, the mom is just consistently saying that to you oh I'm sure she was <laughs> yeah, and I'm thinking that's what the, that's where the real issue stems is that she was constantly like hey he's not giving us what he's supposed to Mm-hmm. And hearing that for years is definitely going to build some resentment. So I think she has a she has a place in this as well. I don't I don't know the full story or the full relationship, but I feel like there's blame to be cast everywhere. Yeah, and press the uh, praise over that situation, man. Uh, are y'all tapped into the James Corden situation? About um, he's a bad or something? Nah, he, he's been banned from like restaurants because I guess he's a bad like um he's one of those people that complain and like super aggressive in restaurants. Oh, oh he's, wait. he's bad to the wait staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. So he's been banned from like one or two places in uh I think it's New York or California. Is this the big dude that be hosting? Yeah, uh, he doing a carpool this, karaoke shit. Yeah. Oh, I see. And he's the type of dude, if he if he causing shit with the work staff, I know some people in there wanted to beat his ass. I ain't taking sass from this motherfucker. <laughs> like, nah, man. Some people, the way they carry themselves, nah, you can't be talking all reckless. Yeah. Uh, and I only brought this up because uh, that's like my pet peeve. I don't know about y'all, but I cannot date somebody that is like complaining all the time in the restaurant, bro. That's like my number one pet peeve, bro. I don't know about y'all. Do you, how, how do y'all feel when people complain in restaurants and shit? It depends. I don't know if I've been somewhere with someone where the complaining was constant, but I could see how that would be crazy. Bro. It would be like, yo, just a little, hey, come on, relax, man. They they, they still making our food. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't trying to die out here. And people that try to get, like, free food from complaining and shit. Bro, I hate that shit, dog. I'll be like, bro, just let, let me go home, fam. How, how has that happened to you before? Yes, multiple times. What? How do you keep ending up with this? I don't know. Um, so, okay, so what happened? And how did you respond? Do you, do you tell them to, like, relax? Um, 
I, I I said chill. I didn't say relax because you know okay. relax is the trigger word. You okay? You think chill is better? <laughs> it's better than relax. Um, but like that. yeah, the food they didn't like the way the food was prepared or something like that. So they ate like a a fourth of the food, and they were mm-hmm. like, yeah, we should get a discount on the check because this wasn't cooked the right way, and I didn't really like that. And I was like, that's not a that's not a thing. <laughs> like you can't just say you don't like the way something tastes. And well, it's like I feel like it's a way to do that. You can't just be like, hey, I think we should get a discount off this. Like, to, you, what you got to do is be like, hey, yeah, I didn't really. It, you got to wait for them to ask. Mm. You know, like, well, how, how was it? Uh, I didn't really like it. it. wasn't It wasn't like that. And then you got to let them offer it. You can't just demand it out the gate. That's a little. That's a little wild. Maybe see if they'll take it off the check. If not, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, but it shouldn't even be a demand, bro. It's just like you. You you ordered that. Like, I'm sorry. All right. So I think you and you, if you want something taken off, you have to do it. Because usually as soon as they bring you your food, they put it down, they do a quick left and mm-hmm. say, hey, is everything good? At that moment, if you don't like it, you got to be like, no, I don't like this. Can I send it back? Yeah. But you can't, if you give yourself too much time to like let it sit there, it just kind of looks like you might have got full. <laughs> Eating a fourth of it is crazy. <laughs> yeah, bro, it was nuts. <laughs> I know, I know. That she probably ate a fourth of it. And y'all sat there a little bit longer, talked, had some more drinks. They just probably thought she went hungry. Yeah, and I'm not saying you can't. You can't if you paying for something. You you're supposed to make you know get it how you you want it to be. But don't sit there with me. Eat the food and then try to get the food for free. That's that's like cheap gutter rat behavior, bro. <laughs> I'm being dead ass, dog. <laughs> don't don't act like that around me, fam. Because she gonna think I'm included in that shit, and I'm not. Like there's some did scheme she, we running. Did she tell you I don't like this food? Uh, yeah. What she was eating, like she was like, yeah, this is not good. She kept just saying this is not good, and I was like, you fucking eat it. <laughs> this is not <laughs> going crazy. Is, is there a way? And this is I don't I'm not really sure. I know there is, but what what is the way to if you don't really don't like your food to just swap it out? You can you Yeah, you could definitely I've worked at a restaurant, I worked at Hula Hands before, and there's plenty of people that I've been glad to just take it take it back and get something else. Like that ain't no thing. Just say, Hey, uh, this is not really what I was looking for. Is there any way I can swap this out for maybe this and that? food gets thrown away all the time like we don't have a problem with swapping it out and i say we like i'm still in the industry but uh yeah food gets swapped out all the time it's just the way you go about it bro don't eat half the food and then be like yeah i didn't i didn't like this can i My can, I, was too dry. can i try the scallops yeah. like nigga no you just had half that plate <laughs> <laughs> this ain't a fucking buffet <laughs> So that's that's just the main thing, and I, like I said, I didn't want to spend too much time. I was just trying to see if y'all had any ex- experience with that, or if y'all um, what y'all feel about it. I mean, I think you're right. I think most people use um, how people treat wait staff as some sort of indication of what type of person whoever it is that they're entertaining is. Mm. Yeah, I think I think. Yeah, because I mean, if you're if you find reasons to be rude to somebody who's serving you, 
That's kind of crazy. I mean, I do. I granted, if the person is a little rude, I get it. But more than likely, you you have no reason to. Because we all kind of know what condition servers work under. So I think most people, when you go into restaurants, you're a little understanding to some regards. Yeah, that's going to tell you all you need to know about a person, how they treat people, you know, in uh, the service industry. Um, Man, that's that's going to tell you everything you need to know on that first or second date, bro. I'm telling you right now. Uh, but yeah. Uh, what else is going on out here, man? Um, if if, if Young Jack sent you eighteen hundred, no, I see. Out the just... blue. <laughs> if he sent you eighteen hundred out the blue, and then he texts you back saying, "Hey, can you return that for me, please? I I didn't mean to send that to you." Would Would you give him his money back? Hell no. no. <laughs> I mean, I, lo- I love this going down, but no, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, when he did it, he, he told them niggas, like, uh, God's got a bigger blessing due to you. <laughs> like, no, I think this is the one he wanted from yeah, me. Like, I was going to say, like, you could be like, nah, this is the bl- I-, I already delayed the blessing. This is, this is the nigga. This is the one I've been praying for. Thank you, Chuck. <laughs> I gave I gave five dollars to the homeless this week. This is this is the payback. Yeah. Oh man, that's some crazy <laughs> stuff, man. Black people always go to that. <laughs> hey, listen, a bigger one coming. <laughs> I need that. Though. Yo, this, the fact that he said I just think it texted. I don't know you, nor nor do you know me. Please do the right thing. <laughs> God has a, a bigger blessing for you. No, nah, I think this is the biggest it's going to get this week, player. <laughs> Keep this 1800. How, how is he texting? I know you blocked my number, and that's okay. I just need the 1800 that was sent to your account. Via- <laughs> oh, man. Hey, hey I, I respect the try, though. I ain't gonna lie, because if I send eighteen hundred to the wrong person, I'm eighteen hundred. I'll be triple checking if I'm sending eighty. Yeah, I'll be like, hey man, come on, do the right thing. Because you yeah. know, you know, as soon as you send, as once you realize it's the wrong person, it's a ninety nine point ninety nine percent chance that money's gone. No, yeah. You gotta uh like pretend like you you meant to send this to like a plug or somebody or like the cartel or some shit. <laughs> like they come to kill you. What? Hey bro, they come to kill me. <laughs> send that back. Why why did I just noticed this? Young Jock put this on his Instagram story mm-hmm. and he post I guess he put up the full number. He was like, Can y'all call this number and ask him to return my money? Nah, he buggies. Oh my. And he had yeah. He picked uh, Gangsta Boo with him dollars at as a song to play with the screenshot. Oh, yeah, I'm just changing my number. Yeah, that's that's a couple <laughs> hundred down. To change my number and get a new phone. Yo, <laughs> if you are calling on behalf of JOC Collections, you <laughs> you got to reevaluate some things. You know, anybody's just gonna call random people. It's crazy. People see a number, they're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna just call it." Yeah. All day. Hey man, Jock need that bread. <laughs> Jock need that bread, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry you just fucked up, Jock man. It, you gotta take your L's and shit. Like you yeah. said, man, I I triple check when I'm paying like regular bills, bro. I'm not about mm. to send eighteen hundred through Cash App and not check who I'm sending it to. Yeah, Zelling is a, is a sober activity. You have to be a hundred percent sober to, sober to Zell or Cash App or Venmo. 
Mm-hmm. Anybody? Y'all what? Do y'all use Venmo? Uh, I use all three. I use Cash App, Venmo, and uh, QuickPay. Well, I, I feel like I just use it depending on the person that needs the money. I, I don't ever ask people to send me stuff through Venmo. I prefer uh, Zelle. I feel like Venmo is just nosy nigga shit. Yeah, I, I always set my shit to private. N- yeah. Niggas don't need to know what I'm paying. Same. I, I do that shit now too. I used to do it, but I'm like, nah. Uh, everything private. I don't yeah. use it. I don't use it so much, so I don't really be minding. But <laughs> yeah, I be seeing the, the old the old joints on there too, like paying for shit for their boyfriends and shit, and that that'd be breaking my heart. So I be trying to stay <laughs> off Venmo. Wait, what? Wait, wait, <laughs> I, oh. I gotta feel you on this though. Yeah. I got some people on Venmo I never want to see again. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, nah. Huh? Can you can you do that? No, because oh, I got contact. Well, I probably just delete that contact from my phone. Oh, yeah. it, it'll delete. But yeah, the contact's still on my phone. So uh yeah, the other day I saw like me and me Novio drinks or something. I was like, oh, oh man. got a egg. Right. <laughs> Y'all drinking? <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I tried to say I had a problem. What? Oh, this is man. No, that's what you said to you when you see her paint. Oh yeah. <laughs> you said I had a problem. You wanted me to stop drinking. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, I try to stay off Venmo, man. It's it's not good for your health. Uh, what else is going on here? Um. Well, Monica and Kodak are hanging out. Are they doing things, or are they just hanging out? I I didn't see this. Um, I'm gonna just assume that it's just a coincidence. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm reading into it now, and I guess she says she's mentoring him because he has a good heart, and they said she does the same thing with Kevin Gates. So I guess that's mm-hmm. that's not a bad thing. I guess. What? Yeah. I, um. Okay. What are the cred- the credentials to be a mentor? Hmm. It depends on who you mentor. If you mentoring somebody that's like in Goldman Sachs or some shit, you gotta have credentials. You gotta, you know, industry experience. If you mentor in Kodak Black, you just have to like never been in jail. <laughs> and be older. Yeah. <laughs> somebody that's gonna keep you out of trouble. Yeah, but Mentors don't keep you out of trouble. Don't mentors usually mentor you after you got in trouble? No, I think they keep you on the right path. Your mentor is supposed to keep you on the right path and keep you focused on where you're supposed to go. Because, like, you can't convince me Monica's going to keep Kodak Black from going to jail. No, I don't think anybody outside of God is going to keep Kodak from going back to jail. Um, Yeah, but I think that she's, uh, she's older. She don't really get into no mess. Uh, and having that type of voice can sometimes be good. I mean, especially as a, sometimes those type of niggas they can they don't like hearing it from the OG dudes. They like hearing it from women, older women, because they respect it. those are the only people they'll be polite to and respect. So mm. I can see it, and I feel yeah. like sometimes we now looking into it. Um. Cause I was seeing like little comments about like why is she hanging with him and she, this is disgusting and stuff like that. I was like, I don't know. I mean, if she feels like she can put a positive word in his ear or something like that, what's what's the big issue? Yeah, I, I don't. Think, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say like, what are they doing? Like, what 
is is there videos of them like doing weird stuff or they're just chilling? Well, yeah, uh, I saw two videos. One, he brought her out some uh, flowers to like a concert or a show she was doing, and then it was another one. She was in the car with him and his homie, like singing some song. I forget what it was. Like it was R and B song, but they was all in the car just driving and singing and shit. But it was like late night. Uh-huh. That's why I was I was questioning like, is there something going on with them or it's just like a big homie type shit? Well, okay. Is this a our thing? It's just a us problem. That I think usually when we see two, I guess artists, however old their age is, doing something, I guess the first thought is, are is what's going on here? Like it's something up. But I guess they also she also is at the age where she could at least be like his aunt. Yeah, she's older. She's what 40, 43 maybe. Yeah, ain't uh, she still like writing 41. letters? She's still writing letters to that one nigga. Oh, don't C call Martin. her that one nigga. It's C Murphy. <laughs> Yo, it's C Murphy. <laughs> hey, my bad. But, but isn't she still like trying to get with him or they they got something? I'm trying to get with him. <laughs> ain't he in jail for life? Yeah, no, she was trying to free him. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she was trying to free him. Shout out to C Murphy, man. And then I think that's why people are giving like giving it like legitimacy because like her taste from what it seems like in men it's trapping mm. um but no i mean i guess if you look at it from not i think how weird or celebrity shit is just so weird we do see so many older we see so many relationships with a huge age gap that you just kind of question it when you see it but i no, i think when you when we explain it i think it they could she could just be trying to guide him, I guess. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to Monica, man. I don't like people just throwing people away. Like, do do Kodak need to get help and stop doing the shit he doing? <laughs> yes, I, I would definitely agree to that. But if she's trying to lend a helping hand and guide him on the right path, I don't see nothing wrong with that. I don't think we should bash her for that. Do y'all have mentors? Yeah. Do do y'all have mentors? Uh and do you want, or or do you want to be mentored? Not in an official capacity. Like I don't have somebody where I go to and be like, "This is my mentor." But I look up to people, and I, you know, if I need some advice, I'll call them and check in with them and stuff like that. Yeah, mentor having a mentor. I don't know. It feels. I feel like that title brings a little too much. I don't know if I want a mentor. It seems like we're in a like we're in a contract situation. Like. Hey, you need to, you know, meet up with me at least once or twice a month type thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They can shame your decision making. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I want that. But, yeah, I, I think I just there's some people that I look at. I look at their career and I kind of uh, want to take that roadmap or um, outside of a career, just how they move. Um uh, <laughs> you No, know, just how they move around people and stuff. You can admire that. Yeah, when I think of a mentor, I think of like somebody that caught me at the YMCA, and I had like dirty clothes on, and they like washed my clothes and <laughs> gave me life advice or some shit. Like I don't got one of those. Yeah, but you got a mentor? Nah, I don't. You, I don't. Have you just one. don't respect the OGs. Uh, no, no, not really. <laughs> oh um, my god. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think. I think having a mentor, I don't know. I feel like I need one, but I don't at the same time. I feel like it's hard to find somebody and be like, I like what you did. I want you to guide me. 
Yeah. Because it's just uh, opportunities or and things like that are just so different. It's, I mean, I, it's understandable, but at the same time, it's like how, I don't know. I'm still going to be out here guessing, I guess. Like yeah. You can assist in certain ways, but how am I supposed to be like, I, I got to get where you are or in my own way type shit. Yeah, and I, I feel like, um, first of all, we're 30, and I feel like we're getting older. Not, not I wouldn't say too old. To, you could always have a mentor, but we we grown at this point. Like, <laughs> everything they didn't mentor just towards, we probably either at or about to be at now. But um, sometimes when I have connected with people about, like, business things, I feel like they they'll lead me towards, like, helping them out. And furthering their causes or, you know, doing work for free or some shit. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't have people like they were supposed to mentor me and stuff like that. And then they'll they'll pitch me like little ideas like, hey, I could use a a graphic or a video or stuff like that for this. And Mm. I'll do it because, you know, that's it's like the big homie or the quote unquote mentor. Uh, Were these work or like personal or professional or mentor? Well, Men- it is it's, mentorship. What do you what do you consider per- personal? Because it's not people I met up front. It's I've been connected to them. Like I, I somebody told me to connect with them. Uh, what's this for? Like work things or just like hey, this person would be just someone great for you to talk to about? Yeah, like, it was it was that type of thing. It, okay. it was like hey, this person if you're looking for this type of position, this person works here. He can set you up with this. And it, I'm not saying they're a bad person or nothing like that, but. I just felt at a certain point, I just stopped like kind of reaching out because it just felt like every time I talk, they'll be like, oh, yeah, you know what I was thinking? I was just about to call you the other day because I needed this done for such and such. And, you know, me thinking, hey, OK, this is a good way to, you know, get my foot in the door or whatever. Mm-hmm. I do it and I'm not I'm not like taxing them on the charge or whatever. But then nothing really comes of it. Like I'm not landing nothing. I'm not like my name's not being brought up in spaces that I needed to be. And it's like no reciprocation. So mm-hmm. that kind of always makes me worry about mentors too, especially when they already really established. They just looking for people to do like some intern type shit. It's it's hard to. I mean, yeah. I mean, no, no, that, that makes sense. It could be, I guess, hard to establish some level of trust with them. Yeah, because it's like you. It's it's almost in a position where you know um, who has the power. I don't want to say who has the power because that sounds kind of nasty. Mm. But you, in a sense, you know who is you're coming to them for things. You know they don't really need you for anything. So you just have to. You're hoping in that their guidance is going to be for your greater benefit. Yeah. So you kind of just have to trust what they're saying and flow with it, which can be. Uh, difficult or just scary to do. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's real. So I don't know. Hopefully, everybody's mentor is leading them on the right path, and not not to say everybody's mentor has to have like a position for them or put them in a space where they get a job. Because sometimes it's just giving you advice. But if they're asking you for stuff, it's I think it should be some type of like okay. I'm putting you in it now. They have my work, so I'm showing off your work to other people, and maybe somebody hear that and put you in a position or something like that. So that that was my yeah. whole thing with that. Um, I was reading a study this week. I don't know how I come on these random studies, 
Uh, but they said that Lil Wayne and Lil Kim single handedly um helped the black community comes in terms with oral sex. What did you say? <laughs> I said I was reading a study <laughs> this week and it said that Little Wayne and Little Kim like helped bring because it was a study that black black Americans were the least likely to have oral sex or be open to oral sex until Little Wayne and Little Kim came around and the songs changed the perception on oral sex. <laughs> do, do y'all feel like that's the truth? Who wrote this? Like BuzzFeed? No, nah, it was on Twitter. I, I wish I wrote down a source. No, I don't believe this. Uh, I, I I feel like um, black women and black men have been doing oral sex for a very long time. I was gonna say something uh, way more reckless, but I had to ch- <laughs> I had to chill out. But yeah, I feel what? like this been going down. No, but it was a okay. 20th century for, for, survey that said they were less likely to. Now, this is actual study though. It's, it's been going down. This nigga rougher than Jock again. <laughs> um. Honestly, there I don't know for sure, but there might be some validity to this. I, I think it's a lot of validity because it up into like some of the Lil Wayne songs. I don't think that we viewed, and maybe because we were younger too. I don't think we viewed that as part of like cool sex. <laughs> and that's a wild <laughs> term, but you know what I mean. It was so many niggas against it, like. No, nah, I don't do that. I under—I I think I could understand more of the little Wayne part, the sucking dick part. I—I—I I, I, I honestly, what like that's been like? Well, because I'm guessing they're saying Little Kim has encouraged women to suck dick. I think it's both. Like you got the how many licks? <laughs> I mean, she has a song called How Many Licks, and that was encouraging oh. men to, you know, perform oral sex on women as well. Man. Nah, I'm not. I, I for some reason I can't. That didn't that didn't throw that didn't, <laughs> that didn't throw you to the other side. We oh, listen to how many licks. Oh, I need to be doing this. Nah, we can't say she can make a spike head to spare her mouth. Hey. Well, I think men always uh, were cool with it. I don't think men were cool with performing the act until like songs like How Many Licks and Lil Wayne Lollipop and. Uh, okay, just stop. So, uh, if, you, if, if you a whole man and Lil Wayne Lollipop influenced you, you need to you need to question this thing because oh, that's it. <laughs> I gotta get serious about this. I mean, call me. I want to be called. Oh man! So are we just? So I'm guessing is this study just strictly about men oral sex, or is it both genders having oral sex? I think it's both genders, but it's an emphasis on men uh, performing oral sex on women. Okay. Yeah. So I'll I'll try to source it out. I'll try to look for a source by the end of the pod. But um, but yeah, it was an actual study though. I mean, this probably could be more. You have to ask somebody older. Yeah. You, we have to ask somebody who was hunching during that time. Like, those the peak. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> and now I think about it, the 70s and 80s were different times in far as, like, upkeep and stuff like that, too. So maybe that has something to do with it. Mm. So you're you talking about hygiene or you're talking about hair? Yeah, I think it's just a combination. <laughs> hygiene. <laughs> yeah, so maybe, like, Curtis back in the day didn't want to, you know, 
Go too crazy. But then look, Kim, you know, she started coming out with stuff and she was like, all right, maybe, you know, maybe I can get with this. You feel me? Um, has there anything that rap music has influenced you to do? A lot of things. Yeah. Uh, keep my keep my AC on 69 because uh, I heard it in that Dom Kennedy song. Uh, no, it's it's been a lot of things that Bombay. I drink Bombay all the time because of Wiz and Juicy J. Uh, you really keep your AC on sixty nine? Yeah. <laughs> no, but That's, sixty sixty nine and sixty eight are like the perfect temperatures from yeah. the car. Yeah. Oh no, damn! I was, thinking, I was thinking the apartment. No, no. Car, you car, keep your sure. you keep your apartment on sixty eight. You're gonna be paying thousands of dollars in AC bills. <laughs> Man, that's my. I need that during the summer. I'm not gonna lie to you. At least at night. At night, it gotta be on sixty eight, sixty nine. Yeah, I need a crisp. But yeah, sixty eight in the car all the time. You gotta change that. Nah. Why you gotta be? Now nah, you might be a super freak. What you talking about, man? <laughs> what the hell are we it's levels to freaky? If you just keep it at 69, now don't touch that. We're going to keep it at 69. <laughs> I don't, yeah, be, I don't be saying that to people. Yo, like, yo, throw your passenger to see 69 on both of the ACs. <laughs> what you think about that, too? <laughs> are, are, are you comfortable? You cool enough? She looked down, 69. Nah, because I be having scents on me, man. And you got to have like it cold enough to, to trap that scent on you. If you're too mm. hot, you're going to sweat that temp off. I mean, you're going to sweat that scent off, man. Mm. So what do you do on. when you need to go colder than 69? Nah, 69 is the right one. <laughs> now, 69 right. can't be cutting it during them Houston summers. Uh, I feel like that's just perfect, right? Yeah, that's perfect, really? bro. 69 in the car, you straight. I need a colder. Man. I don't think my, my shit go much lower than 69. It's like maybe 67 and then they go to low or whatever it is. But uh, yeah, that's that's what I gotta have. Did y'all see that uh, that man uh survived a bear attack? No, I saw yeah, I saw I saw you fought it off. Yeah, that, that's that's why I feel like niggas are underrated how like how big of animals we could fuck up. I'm not saying we could fuck up a bear, but he was kicking the shit out of that bear, bro. Okay, first off, really? he all he did was survive. You say like he didn't he, survive. He did. All he did was survive. He didn't really fuck the bear up. He was kicking the shit that, uh, out of the bear. Yeah, but we still see him in the hospital. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> like, it's not like the bear went to a clinic after. Yeah. And that's why I can't do, like, no outdoor shit, because I'd be damned if I get ran up on by a bear, because I'm dead, bro. I don't have no, no survival okay. skills like that to be surviving a bear attack. And I don't think people realize how fast bears are. Bro, that shit will hawk me down quick as shit. A baby bear will hawk me down, bro. Not outrunning them. Yeah. But if you survive, do you know, like, if I was Buddy, you know what type of shit I'd be getting off? (laughs) Man, didn't he say he he saved his friend? I don't know. I didn't see it on Oh, bro. You you do one of those. You going on a, a tour of just motivational speeches. <laughs> <laughs> High schools and shit. <laughs> you can do it too. You can do it too. Yeah. Just... <laughs> he definitely going to be speaking in some auditorium. <laughs> I saw death looking me right in the eyes. That niggas from Baylor going to bring that nigga in and shit, bro. <laughs> to talk no. to the football team. <laughs> he's, he's <honest. laughs> Nah, that'd be crazy. He get PTSD by the mascot. 
Ew, but yeah, that that shit was wild, bro. Because he kicked him like three or four times, and then the bear just gave up. He was falling down that mountain, and that's the crazy thing about bears. That bear fell down a whole ass mountain, got back up, and was like, "Yeah, let's try this again." <laughs> yeah, so it, it's just crazy out here, man. Um, have y'all been paying attention to this academics and little baby beef? No, no. I did really. see. I, I did see academics say that. It, if the judge, if he, if baby got hit with a Rico, he would testify against. Yeah, <laughs> did he really? <laughs> which, which is a hilarious thing to say when somebody hasn't been charged with a Rico. Like just offering up that information is crazy. Yeah, I, I will tell on you. I, I, it's hard to find a way to explain how lame this thing academics is, bro. While I understand his point, his point was pretty much saying because for people that don't know, academics, uh, little baby took some shots at academics on his album, like a line or two, saying you you can get touched, uh, just because you behind a computer don't mean anything or whatever, uh, you can still get touched. So academics didn't take that too kindly, and in academics fashion, went on live stream and start airing out baby saying, uh, you threatening me and. Uh, if a Rico come up, I'm gonna testify against you. Is he in the wrong or the right for saying like, "Hey, this person threatening me," so hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna testify against you. Damn. Well, I mean, well, I guess it depends on how real of a threat he thinks it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, I in my in my mind, I'm like, this nigga's a cornball. But I'm not. No, I'm not advocating for no snitching or no, no nothing like that. But if somebody's threatened, I can see why you would testify. Oh well, yeah, I, and, I, I think and, for me, it's just the back and forth is what makes it not okay. What you mean? Because if, if you feel threatened, you're not doing this back and forth. Even if it is just over the internet, you're not antagonizing them. Mm-hmm. If you truly feel that way. So I think that's what makes it different. He, he's just over there talking shit, responding to, oh, it's like a couple bars on an album. You, you don't really feel like he can touch you or get to you. So now you're just saying shit for, you know, uh, just to be funny. Yeah. And wishing somebody got a Rico is, is super lame behavior. Um, I think... <laughs> It's not really academics' fault, unfortunately. What's your name? Rapper, academic could really just be a dude behind a keyboard, and that's it. But when I think there's no reason for artists to respond to him in any capacity, right? In a way, no, but if you have a platform and you speak in my name, I'm going to want to say something back. It's like the whole Joe Budden and Maul thing. I'm pretty sure Maul and Rory don't want to respond to it at this point because they didn't moved on. They didn't got their own little shit. But if you have a platform and you continue to, to shit on me, at some point, I got to say something back. Had he continued to shit on baby? I'm not. I'm not. Um, uh, no, it's that. just I think little baby... Uh, from my understanding, I saw an interview on the Breakfast Club where he said his son brought him a video of academics talking about little baby doing something. I forgot what it was, but it was kind of a negative type story. Um, and then that's why he took the shot at, at 
Um, so it's it's just one of those things you hear something about yourself, especially if your kid bring it to you, you're gonna take it a, a certain type of way. Yo, that's a crazy life to live, man. Your kid bringing you up DJ academic videos, yeah. <laughs> just going in on you. Yeah, I'm trying to put myself in that position. I I lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> what this nigga saying? <laughs> but also, it's. I mean, I guess Ack is technically a civilian, so it's not snitching. We can't let him get away with that yeah. for too much longer, bro. Mm. The civilian card. I see what you're saying because he does a lot of things that aren't civilian activities. Yeah. Like what? Like what? Because he, like, he hasn't. He's never actually gotten involved in any crime. No. Or jumping. Or. But I feel like he promotes. <laughs> he promotes a lot of shit, and it's just like, uh, say one of my homeboys got beat up or something like that, or one of my homeboys beat up somebody else and i'm going around telling everybody my nigga everybody at school and stuff like that and they come back and beat up my homeboy i'm not involved in that i didn't i didn't fight him the first time and i'm not involved with the other fight but i went and publicized the shit so that brought consequences onto my friend so you're involved in some type of way i feel like act does a lot of that bro i mean a lot of instigating for sure yes but I feel like instigating is just civilian activity. By default, like in a way, it is civilian activity. Like if you're not involved in it, it's. I don't. I don't feel like it's, it's civilian activity if people are being murdered behind your instigation. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like the Adam Twenty Two thing. Like he's just doing his job, but he's still promoting the shit. And I feel like we got to draw a line somewhere. I just. Uh, it's difficult because I feel like it's in a in an old sense everything y'all were saying would make it would make sense like you shouldn't be speaking on certain things because during a different time it would have been a lot more difficult to get that information mm. now with this internet era it's I mean the way that I don't know if was, again I don't know if Act be getting these court documents off of the internet or he got somebody on the inside but. I guess the the information that I, he usually shares in some capacity is kind of already just on the internet. Yeah. So if I if you if there's resources I can use, some of these rappers, these artists, they will post things on their own. If I take your basically your clips, your sports in a top ten, and I run them down, that's. I mean, to me, I guess in this era, it's still kind of civilian activity. You really got to jump into it to, at that point, be, I would assume, be viewed as a somebody involved. Yeah, but <clears throat> act, <clears throat> I'm sorry, act in uh, the likes of act, like it's, it's niggas that are on YouTube. I saw Adam22 interviewing this one dude that reports on like Chicago crime and stuff like that. The stuff that they be putting out is nuts and the amount of information they know on it is crazy like well then the BDs went to Chief Keith's house <laughs> like like, how do you know this bro that's not <laughs> yeah. like something they posting and putting out they move with a, a certain way for for a reason I don't think that's true anymore now again I'm not deep into uh, BDIG mm-hmm. but I, I do think I, we've seen it it's more of Cause I saw some somebody recently got arrested 
because I can't remember what the story was because they got they posted a video after they robbed a reporter. Oh yeah, slatty, slatty, easy or something like that. Easy, yeah. slatty or something like that. Yeah. The, but to do like that's right there is and no, that was stupid. <laughs> but, but I think it's a lot of that. Like I don't think that's an isolated incident. I think there's honestly a lot more that happens more frequently than I think than we're aware of. That like, was super blatant though, bro. You gotta admit that was like he w- came on video with two co-conspirators and was like, Hey, if the blogs want the video, hit us up. We got his chain, we got the video of us beating his ass. I was like, Y'all actually go to jail, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it also is, I mean, rap music now is people rapping about their crimes. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm too mad of. I don't think he's not a civilian just because he reports on it and stuff. But would you say a civilian is still a civilian if they have real static with a street nigga? Mm-hmm. Not if they I, talking I'm crazy, bro. You I'm talking crazy? That's you not no longer a civilian, dog. Yeah, I feel like you stepping into the lane of a street but, nigga if you start but getting on that level. It's it's the static with the street nigga behind some street shit. Because if no. the answer is no, then I don't. Yeah. I well, you being you being a fed, that's some street shit. That's shit niggas deal with in the streets. So that's well, what I'm, I mean. Well, well, I'm, I'm, Academics well, is a fed, bro. Possibly. Yeah. But I mean, if that's civilian shit, civilians tell when things happen. Yeah, I, I can. Just stay it, out the way, y'all, man. Like, it's... it's. I don't know. It's like, the internet allows people like this to continually have a presence. But I don't know what benefits artists get from going back and forth with them. Because, again, if I'm... Look, if I'm moving as if I am a civilian, I can tell. And my audience is not going to leave me for telling. If you are on the street side... And you say I'm gonna get touched, and I get touched, and I tell, and you go to jail. You gonna lose more than I am, even if the whole process plays out, and people are say, "Oh, you snitching." I still got the information. People still gonna rock with it. Yeah, that's why he had this blanket of comfort where he can feel. He feels like he can say whatever he wants to say because people gonna give him the "Oh, he's not a street nigga" pass. But it's been plenty of non-street niggas to get touched when they say crazy shit. Sometimes you got to get touched up for saying crazy shit, bro. I'm not saying nobody needs to get hurt, killed, or anything. I'm not advocating for that. But it's a respect thing, just like we were talking about with Kanye last week. You you got to respect people, bro. You can't just be running your mouth just saying whatever, or you're going to get slapped in your mouth. That is that is fair. Mm. So that that's my only thing. Um, And he get on his live saying all types of shit. He'll never say if he's in the presence of whoever he's talking about. And he getting all rah rah with women, and it's just like I, I hate those type of people, bro. It just because you just feel like sometimes they just need to be slapped up. Yeah, like if if this was a if he no, I it, I completely understand why he would get touched if on the street, just by kind of how he moves and he the way he covers things, mm-hmm. the tone he uses, it it's justifiable for. I can see why somebody would be disrespected and want to get him touched. Yeah, because you just feel like those type of niggas 
those are the ones that got hit in the mouth in school. And not like I said, I'm not having, but sometimes you certain niggas just need that to chill out. And you feel like that skipped over him. He maybe didn't go to school with real niggas that would have, you know, made him pay for saying crazy shit. Or he just feels like now it's his time to get that shit off. So I don't know. But man. also it's a internet era. People create personalities. That's true. So it could it could really not even be who he is. It's just this is what got me here. So this is what I gotta keep doing. Yeah. And the longer you do it, the more you put yourself at risk of it not being worth it. Like that, like that white man with that chart said, hey, the more you fuck around, the more chances you're gonna find out. And I feel like we're coming to that point where act. <laughs> he's about to fuck around and find out. Yeah. Uh, what's what's going on with this nigga Akon? Why is he in the news so much now? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It seemed like he'd been on a press run. Yeah. I don't know Didn't for what though. Song? Didn't he drop a new song or something? Oh, he did. I thought he was done with music. After he got that Lady Gaga money and that uh Wakanda money, he was just like Wakanda. done. Acoins. <laughs> Acoins. No, nah, he they remember they said his whole city is like a scam, bro. Oh no, he yeah, he no, oh, wait, no, that was August. Why is Acon now? Yeah. Nah, I, I don't know what he's doing. He's just talking to people. Yeah, he had a whole bunch of interviews. Some of them hilarious. I was watching this one uh, with Big Boy. Did y'all see that shit when he's talking about why uh, he feels like having multiple wives make him like concentrate better? No, but I'm never hear why, bro. That shit had me in tears because he's you know how like when somebody know they about to fuck up but they just keep going anyway. <laughs> it was like, uh, all right. He, he was like, uh, yeah, I feel like uh, having multiple wives help you concentrate better. Big Boy was like, uh, I don't understand that. Like, I feel like it's easier to concentrate on one wife. He was like, all right, the internet may cancel me for this, but yeah, fuck it, I don't care. It's like if you got a red Ferrari, you know, you could match them, you could match your outfit with that like red Ferrari, but how am I going to look at it tomorrow when I got a different color outfit on? But if you got multiple color Ferraris, Big Boy was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, that nigga ain't kind of wild boy, dog. The crazy thing is that kind of makes sense. All right, I'm taking that out. <laughs> no, I, no, like from an outfit perspective, if you are thinking, damn, this outfit look fly with this car, but it might not look fly with that one. That's it. That's insane. Man. I don't think you want to say that. So you want to retract that? Well, I guess isn't he just from a? He's he's got that different culture. Yeah, no, they 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 got multiple wives in in, in his culture, and he stated that um, the reason it works well is because the women in his culture uh, understand their role. Oh. In in comparison to um, our culture, do y'all feel it like it's sure. inherently bad? Believe what is polygamy? No. Having multiple wives and multiple women and stuff like. Stuff no, like I don't that. think it's bad at all. If you could, if you could uh, provide for them, well, not provide. If you guys have an understanding, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see the issue. Yeah, it's it's really just one of those things where I don't. If you can make it work, hey, you got it. I can't really be against it. <laughs> do y'all do y'all see how it's like a. Like uh, arc, uh, like patriarchy in there somewhere because you don't you don't see like women with multiple niggas or multiple husbands. 
Uh-huh. It's only the it's mainly the the men that have multiple wives. I mean, I'm sure if a woman could set that up, I would be cool with it. Not, I'm not cool with joining, but we're cool with her rocking with it. Mm, yeah, I I just see it like like I said. It's I mean, if people have an understanding that works, then yeah. But I feel like most of it is like men can take multiple women, and then a woman is looked at as like a a, whole, a harlot if she. What? If she has multiple husbands, it's well, it's like, not going down over there. I can tell you that right now. I feel like it's less likely to go down because how how many men do you think would say, "Yeah, I'm cool with being I'm cool with being Mister Tuesday Thursday"? And why do you think that is? I think it's a mixture of a lot of things. It could be insecurity from a a men's side. Um. I think women that do have that share their husband with multiple other women, they have a security of what they want um, and their role. So they're more cool with it. I think guys, we're more like, man, I'm not I, I can't have my wife, uh, you know, having sex with other guys and all that. We're, we're more so like that's not going to happen because. Yeah. And even if it's not that big of a deal to us seriously, it's just the perception of it, yeah. how it looks. I can't be at parent teacher conference picking up my joint kids and know everybody else there is like, oh, you know, this is husband number two or three. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Dude, like dude. It's, it's, it's a, it would be an ego, more of an ego thing to, to for, I guess, for perception wise, so that people know, like, in, in a way, your your woman get, got multiple meat. Yeah, that that's right, and that's what drives men a lot is ego. So I don't see, I I just can't ever really see that happening. It, some woman probably has something worked out around the world, but very few. I say it's less than point zero zero one percent. I've never heard of a situation where a woman has multiple husbands. I feel like A and E has a show about it. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, it, that's not common. Like Jeff Bezos' ex-wife couldn't pull that off. Shit, she be dating some trash. And Buddy Flocker recently, I think they getting a divorce, so he finna get some bread up. Well, they probably signed a prenup. I, ain't no, I don't think they did, but I I don't he I don't hope he doesn't get any money. Why? Like I'm 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 a reasonable person when it comes to the divorce. Like he, what, what did she, he shouldn't get more than maybe five million dollars. Yeah, he was like a school teacher or some shit. And they were only together like a year. He, he should get nothing more. And five million is a generous. She giving away all this money to all this other shit. Give some money away to me. I was married to you. Man, you better sit your loser ass on. <laughs> <laughs> you better take this five because you got to think about it. Five M is still generous money. It's extremely generous. For like one year. Yeah, yeah, don't get greedy. Like that's her being. Kind. Yeah. Shout out if, to McKenzie. If this nigga start asking for like 20 mil, um, I, she can use 20, that 20 mil a whole other way. If you was in that situation, you will ask you will ask for something crazy like that. Nah. No, no. Absolutely. You, 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 no. Yeah, I was, no, no come no, on no. now. Like, I'm asking on. for it all. <laughs> because the thing is, you have to know what type of leverage you have. I don't, I don't think that matters in court. I think, okay, because if if you were together only a year. Mm-hmm. What if she says, I'll give you five? And you no. say, no, I want 20. 
and I come back and say, okay, I'll give you two million. No. And the courts are saying, oh, that's still more than what we would have said you get. You just lost three mil. They're going to have to they gonna have to tell me that. I'm saying I want a bill. I came up with one day Ooh. shipping, and she slid that shit to uh, Jeff. So you would risk <laughs> losing half for the opportunity of yes. possibly getting a little bit more? Yeah, I didn't have anything coming to this, bro. <laughs> I'm willing to risk whatever. <laughs> so you really, you, I see, I'm not, I'm not risking the extra three mil. You don't I know mean, for sure you're going to get that three mil. No, no, no. I'm saying if she comes to you with, I'll give you five million in this divorce. No. And you come back and say, no, I want 30. I want and the bill. Judge, and the judge says, the five, I'll, I'm, I'm only looking for one, and you turn down the five, so you only get one million. Okay, that's cool. I see what you're saying. For me, I would have to be the first person to jump out the window. <laughs> she, she can't come to me with with the settlement. I got to be out there like, hey, this is what I want. What can you do? Yeah. And then what she comes back with, then I'll, I'll analyze the situation. But I got to be the first nigga to ask for this. You're not just going to tell me you're just getting this. Nah. If I hit her with the bill and she come back with five million, man, I'm gonna be like, that's disrespectful. We going to court. There's no way. There's no way you go into court and think you get <laughs> going to court. God damn it! <laughs> we'll try this out. Going to court, big fella. <laughs> you would honestly just be wasting money on lawyers. I'll also, get it back. A lawyer too. Yeah. No. 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 It's, hopefully, I will. I would hire a good lawyer that would give me a realistic expectation, but I'm for sure starting with a high ass number. As, okay, as the most as I could possibly get, I'm starting with that. What if, but what if she just dragged it out so you just kept having to pay lawyers? You gotta look at the <laughs> the bigger picture. Dang, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna come back to you, bro. Hope, you, gotta, you, you gotta be smart with this one. This, this is your opportunity to. I guess to be to be set up, you can't fuck this up being greedy. But also, I feel like she has bigger to lose drawing it out mm-hmm. than he does. How so? Because I, when you're who she is, you don't want to be married to somebody. Right? It's, it's just it, it's it's a lot that goes with that. Him, you don't give a fuck. You're a regular ass nigga. Wait, 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 wait. Me for me, I'll be cool with being married for her for the next ten years. They ain't gonna fuck my shit up. Yeah, it's kind of a vibe. If y'all already separated, then it don't really matter. No, nah, it's, it's it still matters. It's still perception out there. Yeah, don't nobody. And she, I mean, think, but she's a big think, name. She's a big name though. Like yeah, ain't nobody care. Ain't nobody care about dude. I fuck around and change my uh, hyphen name. My name. It's it. Yeah, I, I would. I would go crazy. Hey. I think hers is different. She needs that freedom. I don't think she from does. Being married. She got billions, bro. She don't, she don't, nothing can stop her from doing whatever she wants. When you got, when you got billions, man, fuck that paper. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just give me the bill and let me move on. Nah. <laughs> you just give me one of them. <laughs> Please. Nah, I really, I really hope he don't get more than a couple billion. Man, why are you hating? Why, why are we hating on this nigga, bro? <laughs> I, I, you got to be realistic. If this was a different situation, I'd be saying the same thing. I, I couldn't. I could have been in a situation like, yeah, shorty should ask, go for that bill. I've been recently changing my stances. I'll be like, hey, shorty, get that bread, man. And they niggas know what they got into when they marry somebody, bro. Well, I mean, listen, if if you gonna go for it, then I'm praying you get less. Jesus, I just need I just need people to be reasonable. You, this is you are being blessed right now. A blessing is at your doorstep. 
don't fuck up your blessing. Yeah, I know we said uh, we talked about last week how I was saying like I didn't want to talk about Kanye and shit like that, but we did say that I want to talk about funny things. And Kanye calling Pierce Morgan boy on that interview was one of the funniest things I've seen in my lifetime. When white people are called boy, fam, <laughs> I, I have to rewind that shit, bro. <laughs> Don't call me boy. <laughs> Look, listen, boy. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yo, I just had no, for sure. <laughs> he needs some help. But I mean, it's safe off for bringing that nigga on, on TV. They keep pushing that nigga on TV, bro. Mm-hmm. For what? Because people people like watching car accidents. Yeah. Yeah. It's really that simple. Don't bring them viewers. Why? Was he really on Skid Row passing out White Lives Matter shirts? Yeah, unfortunately. He said uh, he's building a Yako system. Or oh, ecosystem. Oh, it's good, bro. Yako system. Is it Yako system? Yeah, Yako system. <laughs> no, where uh, I guess like it's gonna be like this whole Yeezy verse, uh, Yeezy universe or whatever that people eat like Kanye branded food and only wear Kanye merch and go to his schools and shit like that. It's it's gonna be like the whole centered, yay centered type energy type thing. Someone needs to take his money from him. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think he's gonna be. Uh, I, I can see him going broke fairly soon. Oh yeah, you see all the people Balenciaga cut ties, Adidas thinking about cutting ties. Only reason I think the Adidas is uh, delaying it is because they make so much money off Yeezys. Yeah, it's it's just the way he's spending his money is insane. He's just doing whatever the fuck he wants and with no real uh, see where of thought. It's scary because I don't know if I want him to go broke. Because if he goes broke, then he's just going to do something crazy or try to get more money. I just think he needs less of it. No, I I, I wouldn't be mad if he was broke. But you know he's going to do some work so he can make some more music. Nah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a fan of. Well, this last shit was like. Uh, but I'm. I'm not really pressed for no Kanye music right now. But I think he needs to be humble. Like every conversation you see, his conversation with like his little homies, all the little homies saying that anytime they like, little you know, the little fashion <laughs> little. niggas, bro, the little fashion, <laughs> little fashionista niggas. <laughs> they always saying like, uh, it was an interview with one other day that was like he. Anytime we tell him like he's wrong or whatever he always like texts us back like y'all don't got no money y'all can't tell me like what to do or whatever and then he did the same thing with pierce he was like pierce man you you, you like you're not broke but you're not you don't have as much money as i do so how are you gonna tell me what to do mm. uh yeah that's so. why i just think he needs less of it i think if he's broke like he he's bound to do more wild shit i just feel like if he has less money that he just be more inclined to just kind of go away yeah, it's foundational at this point because the Charlemagne call was wild. Um, I guess he called Charlemagne and told Charlemagne that he wasn't for the culture because he was still cool with Pete. And and these are his words, not mine. Uh, <laughs> Pete has a tennis dick. It was fucking Kim. And so, yeah, he told Charlemagne like, "How you gonna let this tennis dick white boy fuck my uh, fuck my wife?" <laughs> Who's the new Marilyn Monroe? That's valid. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
You can't say that's valid. Yeah. No, that shit will, man. I need to know how he found out about this. I think it's like common knowledge. It's, it's, it's been like mm, that. He no, has a I didn't know. I had I had no knowledge of that. So don't <laughs> please don't say that's common knowledge. Not common knowledge within the common folk within the industry. God damn, that's fucked up. That he out here ruining motherfuckers. <laughs> it uh, is what it is, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did y'all see Five uh, Eos performance at a halftime game? Uh, halftime of the Brooklyn Nets game. Yeah, I see a clip of it. Bro. Viral. <laughs> I was watching it live, and I was like, "Bro, this can't be. This can't be real, bro." <laughs> and then he would just like randomly yell out, "Pow!" <laughs> And it made it even worse, bro, because he's all off beat shit. <laughs> if you, Damn, man. Yeah, if you have not seen that, please look up that uh, halftime performance. I forget. He, he said he came out and said it was something wrong, uh, going wrong in his headpiece or some shit. So. That's usually what it is, but it don't. Yeah. It's probably a delay or something. Yeah, but that shit had me in tears. Uh, What else is going on, man? Y'all got, y'all got some more stories? I got a few more. Uh, did y'all see that? I mean, I meant to bring this up earlier when we were, we were talking about animals. Did y'all see that woman in Massachusetts who got charged when she unleashed a swarm of bees on sheriffs who were trying to arrest or trying to enforce an eviction on her? Yeah, I'm not um, mad at that. That's the next level. Yeah. Some, some Spider-Man that's... villain type shit. <laughs> a swarm of bees, though. Like, honestly, she's lucky she's white. Oh, she was white? Yes. Mm. What you saying? You what? Say you, thought, you thought a nigga is unleashing a swarm of bees? Candy man. Okay. First of all. Candy man. Candy man is black man. <laughs> that would be that would be wild if there was a, a dude in the hood who just had, tended to bees. No, people in the hood have like wild ass pets like squirrels and like goats Believers. and shit. Yeah. People in the hood take care of some wild ass shit, bro. But was Shorty who unleashed the swarm of bees? Was she a beekeeper? I was. Um, I assume so. I mean, if she wasn't, that's crazy. That's what I'm saying. saying. <laughs> what do you wait? What do you mean? If like, she wasn't a beekeeper, she had a fucking swarm. <laughs> she just convinced a swarm of bees to come to her residence. <laughs> like, how did that happen? <laughs> she really. Well, I said she's lucky she's not black because if, if a black person did that, the officers are just shooting. <laughs> Bro, they oh, just, <laughs> you think they're not? I'll be honest. If I'm in that position, a swarm of bees just come at me. What am I supposed to do? Bro, you can't shoot no damn bees. You have to shoot the person. But you know, you know how like you know you're not supposed to do something, but in the moment you're like, fuck it, this might help. <laughs> you you call it self defense. The bullets have no name. They're definitely shooting at a pack of bees that are attacking them, and she definitely accidentally getting hit. No, nah, I probably mace them or some shit like no, mustard gas some niggas. Because <laughs> no. at that point, you how do you justify you, you you know it's bad to be bad for you, and you know you're angry. You're gonna try to shoot the bees. Bro, they're gonna kill your ass. You do some shit like that. <laughs> oh man! Hey, stay oh. ready so you don't have to get ready, man. I'm telling you. Uh, what's happening out here? Um, Breezy dropped a video for Under Influence, man. Should we be more for like artists dropping videos for old songs? Hmm, 
Mm. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that because sometimes I'll, I'll watch a video and it makes me fuck with the song more. If I didn't wasn't vibing with it and you just drop something new and I'm a big enough, well, not a extremely huge fan, but like a mid-tier fan of you, you know, I might like the song now. I'm not mad about it. I might revisit it more. Yeah, I think it had a, a recent reemergence because of TikTok. Um, under the influence, it's become one of my favorite songs on that album. I can't even lie. Yeah, it's pretty solid. See, what do you think? Um, I don't know. Fuck it. I was thinking about this. I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Mm. Um, could somebody do a a whole video album or like a video mixtape? Yeah, I think it's been done before. Beyonce did it with Lemonade. Um, no, nah, like. Just videos. Like it's not on DSPs? Yes. Hmm. Pretty sure it could be done, but why would you want to do that? You're taking away a whole income source. Um, I, part of me thinks it would, because when you, I guess back when traditional mixtapes were out, they were just kind of on the free sites where the artist would sell them on their own website. Mm-hmm. So this would kind of just be that, just in video form. Uh, I don't know. I like it, it, no, it, I mean it, it's possible, but I, I think it's just uh, it's not practical in in a, in a sense. Like, because I wish we could bring back the mix, like the regular mixtapes. I guess. Yeah. No, I I, I do too. Um, or or that feel, and I feel like that would be like a. I don't know, a, a modern feel to what that was. Yeah, I saw uh, Spitter. He's about to do something with that Piff. Um, I don't know what it is or who he's working with, but I saw he was about to do a collab with that Piff and shit like that. And I, uh, like we talked about last week or maybe it was the week before, I think that that allows you for a whole range of creativity because it's just like, this ain't my album. This don't have to sound a certain way. I could try out shit. I can use other people's beats. I can do such and such and such. Mm. So I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Would there be a way to get around that if they did a whole video, you'd like a YouTube mixtape, like rapping over other people's beats? Because isn't the problem you can't put them on the DSPs or because you have to get so much clearance? Mm-hmm. You can't sell it. You mm-hmm. can't monetize it. So even on yeah. YouTube and shit, you can monetize that video. So you wouldn't be yeah. paid off of it. And but they couldn't do it at shows either. Probably no. You can do it at shows. I mean, people do gang songs all the time at shows. Yeah, I'm gonna lie. That we might need that then, just to bring back that part of what music was. So. Uh, I think this kind of started because I guess Carl Tra- Cherry tweeted one day this week, is hip-hop slipping? It's not chart-dominant like it was from 2015 to 2020, but it's still number one. We've been here before. Nas said hip-hop was dead in 06. Blog era followed. 2014 wasn't a great year. Streaming era followed. There's something revolutionary around the corner. And from that blog era, mixtapes were very important. But once, I guess, artists, in a sense, couldn't rap over other people's beats... I think that's when the change happened. I, it would just be nice to see that back in, back in the game. And I feel like around the time Hip Hop Is Dead came out, um, what was that? Oh six. Mm-hmm. Um, I 
don't think it was dead. <laughs> I think niggas was listening listen too much Nas and Jay Z talking about the all that. You know, uh, what what did, what song did Jay Z have? That I'm thinking about Death of Auto Tune. Yeah, Death of Auto Tune. I don't know if that came out around the same time, but I think that people took that as law when it was plenty of great hip hop albums and songs coming out around that time. Yeah, I, I think that was just a snap era, right? Yeah, 2006. Just, yeah, yeah, around there. They were just a little annoyed with that. But there were still people putting out good music. Wayne was putting out good music. Jeezy. Um, Game. Doctor's Advocate yeah. came out in 2006. Lupe dropped Food and Liquor in 2006. Hell Half No Fury by The Clips. King by T.I. Like, it was plenty of good music coming out in 2006. I don't, I don't really understand Carl Cherry's uh, tweet. Because what does he mean? It's it's slipping. I don't I don't get it. Because it's not selling as many records. I think it's becoming uh, one and one and the same. Like it's all sounding the same. Maybe that's what he mean. It's no it's innovation. Big, it's not what it. Maybe it's just not as dominant as it's not as the its presence isn't as powerful. Maybe as it once was. I mean, we've talked about that before. It, it seems like we don't have rap superstars right now. Yeah, or any superstars for that matter, except for like no. Beyonce. You got Kendrick. You got Drake. Kendrick, Drake, yeah, Beyonce. But back in that day, you had big, big stars. Hmm. I'm trying to think of. Who would be a super? Uh, okay, I guess I kind of see what y'all saying. Like yeah. you, you talking about like crossover appeal, like yeah, because at that time, even somebody like a Ti, Ti dropped King in what two thousand six. So mm-hmm. King was a crossover album for a for a trap artist. Mm. So do we have something like? I mean, we got Future. Future do some of that, but maybe it just looks different now. Hmm. So maybe that's what it is. It it just probably just looks different. Man, you you see Taylor Swift, so it's gonna sell 1.2 million. Yeah. Biggest debut in history or something like that. Spotify history. And with all like the way these numbers been looking the past couple months to do 1.2. What the fuck? Yeah. She gotta be leading a cold or something. Nah, I was at work. We have a we had an all hands meeting where everybody in the company get on a, on a call, um, and you know they do like a what's the what's the news for this week or what's good news for this week. It was a good fifty some people said Taylor Swift album, and wow. I didn't I didn't listen to one second of the album, bro. It didn't even register on my my mental that that it was even coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even want to listen to it. I, I looked into my. I looked into my phone randomly just to see what new music was coming, and I saw that there was a a Megan Trainer album. Yeah, I saw an interview with her the other day. And I look. I just looked at it, and I know none of these features. <laughs> and I'm I'm certain these aren't just like nobodies, but I have no clue who any of these people are. Who is it? Do you have it up? Um, so we have Scott Hoying, okay, Teddy Swims. <laughs> <laughs> she made these niggas up, these alter egos. <laughs> Theron, Theron, <laughs> uh, Natty Natasha. 
No, these can't be real people. Yeah, bro. These aren't real people. No way in hell. Let me see. What is who is Teddy Swims? I need to see what Theron Theron is. <laughs> okay. This, <laughs> this Teddy Swims guy looks like he looks like a a Minnesota Post Malone. Okay. I, mean, I can't make that up. That's the best description of what this nigga looks like. Is is uh is Megan Trainer even maybe Megan Trainer has transitioned to uh one of them wash motherfuckers in the white culture. Yeah, I, I don't think she's like big uh after all about that bass or whatever that shit is called. She had one more song, but after that I, she was kinda dead to me. Wait, she's only twenty eight? Teddy swims. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga looks ridiculous. Hold on, man. I'm not gonna lie. I do want to just listen to see what this nigga talking about. <laughs> hey, if y'all fucking with Teddy Swims, let us know what, what song to listen to, man. Uh, I got a question for y'all, man. Out of all these things you got to pick four that your partner can have, three of them get tossed out. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm picking four. You're going to name seven things. I'm going to name seven things. She can have four. Three, the other three get tossed out. Now, are y'all ready? Let me get my no. pen and paper. <laughs> Snoring. B.O. Oh, my God. Bad cooking. Laziness. Aggressiveness. Sex addiction. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need you to repeat this. Okay, snoring. Right, let's, let's go by them one by one. All right. Snoring. She can, I, I keep snoring. Snoring. Actually, so it's gonna be six things you keep. What did I said, seven things you keep four. So six things you keep three. Yeah, let's just do it like that. All right, I'm keeping snore. Snore. Y'all cool with snore? Yeah, I'm even if it's like OD snore. Keep it. Uh, I'm gonna keep it for now. Off the rest of them, I right. I'm gonna keep it. Bo. No, She's gotta go. She can't smell bad. Uh, yeah, I probably agree with that. Uh, bad cooking. We can eat out. It can stay. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I do. Uh, it can stay. Bro. We do, can eat out. Because well hold on, I do well enough for myself. All yeah. right, all right. But what if she's the person who likes to cook? Yeah. Not cooking for me. <laughs> what you? What you gonna do? I'm gonna tell her no. <laughs> Get your funky ass. On the <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say no for right now. But yeah, let's keep rocking. Uh, laziness. She don't want to do shit. But does she, um, do she don't like cleaning the house. She don't like going places when y'all need to get stuff. She don't, she like, don't like it, but do she do it? No, she don't want to do it. She uh, he, she hit you with that. You know that uh, that grown meme when that lady is sitting on the couch and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> she hit you with that anytime she got to do something. No. Yeah, it, if it's um, like that, she got that got to go. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that neutral for right now. <laughs> All right, aggressiveness. She like uh baps from making a band. Uh, I'm gonna no. keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep it for now. I think that's one of my. I have to keep six, right? No, you have mm-hmm. to keep three. Oh, just three? Mm-hmm. I thought it was four. Uh, it was four initially when I thought it was seven, but it's six. Oh, okay. We keep three. All right. I kept snoring. I kept can't cook. All right, better my two. Aggressiveness. So you wake up, she watching uh, rap battles. No, it's gone. Oh, it's not, aggressiveness is gone. Not All right, it. let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> sex addiction. 
No. I, I've seen uh, what's that movie when a shorty get HIV at the end? Oh my! God. I've seen Sex Edition does not end up well. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I'm crossing that out. Yeah, that might have to go. See, and I took Sex Edition that she would want to have a lot of sex with me. Either way, eventually I'm gonna not want to do it. Yeah, it's to go straight away from the hole. Uh oh. <laughs> and the last one is illiteracy. She can't read. <laughs> Strangely, I'm okay with that. Yeah, she still has a job, but nothing. What she got to read anything? No man. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm cool with that. No, no, I, I gotta, I gotta get that out of there, man. As long as the listen, if the paycheck still coming in consistently and you're not at risk, of, I'm cool with it. If you can't, if you struggle to read, but yeah, you like, know what a stop sign is. <laughs> yeah, but she can just, she can just know because she know the color. But like um, when y'all go to the ATM, like you got to do all the ATM transactions because she don't know like what's withdrawing, what's deposit. Man, nigga, all right. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> she got to do everything like that. <laughs> so basically, she can't do shit in life. Yeah, but be, but be there. <laughs> She pretty much like Ray, but like she can see, bro. She can see, she can talk. No. She just, she just can't fend for herself in any capacity. No, yeah. yeah. No, I got I gotta toss that one out. If if That's I'm gonna keep go. if I'm gonna keep three, I'm keeping snoring. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm keeping, keeping Yeah, I'm I'm gonna keep that. And for me, I'm keeping aggressiveness. So you cool with her uh, telling you to make her Tim's tap? If that's what it takes, <laughs> if that's what it takes, I'm, I'll I'll rock out with that. I can't do the literacy or sex addiction. Man. This got me questioning how bad is the body odor. Oh, <laughs> no, no, that's man. not that's out of the question, bro. I, I don't like bad smelling things. Yeah, but I don't. I can't do illiterate. I could. I'm I'm not even gonna lie to you. Out of all these choices, how would you do illiterate? I just guide her like some to death do us part, bro. Nah, that's. I feel like that's too much stress on me, bro. I'll be paranoid all the time. I don't know what she's putting. That's basically like you. You basically have an elderly wife, but she's young. (laughs) It is what it is. I love her. How can you love somebody who can't read? She can love. She, she can't. She, she just. She, she just can't read, bro. She can love. She can't do anything. She shouldn't know. She shouldn't be able to love. Yeah, I got snoring. I got bad cooking, and I got illiteracy. The other stuff, I can't. I can't do, bro. <laughs> she can't read. No, imagine you, you. She can't go to the grocery store. She can't do anything by herself. She can't do anything by herself. Well, no, she can because what we would do is um. I would make sure she memorized like the meals, like you the McDonald's. You send her, you send her, nah, you can't. Cause how's she gonna modify your order? No, she just, I mean, she can speak, nigga. <laughs> like, what you mean? You just gonna train her with flashcards and shit? Yeah, she right. just, she just memorized like the numbers. Like, can I get a number one extra such and such, bro? <laughs> shit like that. You gotta send her, her grocery list of just pictures. Yeah. 
Hey man, we can make it happen. It's not it's not ideal, but out of all them choices, I'm going with illiteracy. I'm not gonna lie. But she how but how would she drive? What are you talking about? Like how would she be able to drive? She wouldn't know where she's going. If if even if she had GPS and it said turn yeah. left on Bain Street, she can't look and say, Oh, Nigga, that's Bain Street. She know what left is. She can read the, the GPS thing. It tells it has a blue line know how to get there. She's gonna be fucked up. But what if she get lost? But you sometimes you get a little thrown. Hey, if she get she lost, hey, it is. And then she is. can't type in the real address. <laughs> so she just wandering. Yeah, low key now that I think about it. Man, it, can, it can, yeah, it can get dangerous, man. She's gonna have to be one of those people that like can like move off of like just knowledge. Like that don't need GPS. She just like, oh, I'm going west on Vincennes or something like that. Okay, <laughs> just move off off instinct. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know what's going on. <laughs> and you know how like when certain things you don't have certain things, other like senses are heightened. She's gonna have to be one of those people, bro. Mm. Like Daredevil, back on Stony. Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it is what it is, man. I, I want to see what y'all think. Uh, Drake. A uh, video with Twenty One Savage came out. What's the What's the song called? Uh, Jimmy Cooks. Jimmy Cooks. Yeah, he also announced a new album dropping this week, Ten Twenty Eight, called uh, Her, Her Loss. Loss. Um, are niggas excited? Yeah, man. I'm I'm <laughs> always excited for new Twenty One. Mm-hmm. Whenever he drops a project, because he don't all his projects is crazy. And of course, Drake. You know, whenever Drake drops new music, I, I want to hear it. So I feel like it's going. I think it's going to be solid. Yeah, and I think with this pairing, you have a pretty good idea of what kind of Drake you might get. And well, that helps. We think it's going to be mafioso Drake. Yeah, I, can see I that. hope so. I hope it's going to be mafioso Drake. It's going to be braggadocious Drake. I don't think there will be a lot of crooning. Yeah, so I don't. I I can see it though. Yeah, I don't think Twenty One is supposed to hop on a crooning track. Yeah, and we kind of saw that with. Didn't he say something in the interview about that? He likes when they do different stuff, like that one track on um Savage Mode. No, that's not Savage Mode. Is that Savage Mode? Well, I think it's better because even if he croons, Twenty One is not gonna croon. Like. With what a time to be alive, you could get Future and Drake both crooning on the same song. Uh, 21 still just gonna rap, yeah. Hey, I was like, thinking about Mr. Right Now, I was thinking about Mr. Right Now. That's the song. Oh, yeah. About. Um, do you feel like it has the possibility to be better than uh, What a Time to Be Alive? Mm, I don't know, I can't call it. I'm not going to, uh, right now. I mean. It has a chance. I don't think it's likely. Mm. But it, you never know. We got to recognize that this is Drake's third project in 13, 14 months. Is there something going on behind the scenes? <laughs> as far as what? Gambling. <laughs> he do, he do, he do, uh, he got an addiction. Yeah. <laughs> It's getting crazy. Like uh-huh. that nigga lost what eight hundred k on the uh, Barcelona Real Madrid match the other day. This could just be a re up. Honestly, man, <laughs> I'm not I get paying attention. 
When you got that type of money, man, you just need different thrills. Unfortunately, them new thrills can cost yeah. you some. Yeah. Uh, do y'all feel like we should be continuously telling kids that if somebody hits you, they hit them back? Um, yes. 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 I agree. I I think we should. That should stay. Why do y'all feel that way? Because for that first person to hit you, they need to know that there's a consequence that comes with that. You, you can't just be letting kids just go around hitting kids and, and, and they don't get no repercussions other than a, a lashing from the teacher. No, some, some people need to be, you know, popped in their face. Do y'all feel like that's contributing to get back culture, though? Okay. What, get back what, culture. What is get back culture? <laughs> Spin the block culture. <laughs> no, man. I, I, it needs to happen. And some some get back is needed. Some. Not all. So if somebody kills somebody, no, God forbid, just to say to somebody else, let's not put our families in. But somebody's family A, somebody gets killed. Mm-hmm. You feel like that person is justified going and killing that person that killed their family? I mean, it makes sense. Justified. Justified is the wrong yeah, word. Uh, justified is the wrong. I don't want to say sensible. So once they get caught, they're going to jail for the rest of their life. No, no, 100%. Yes. And I believe that they, they should. You, you, you're not supposed to be doing anything that's illegal. Can I understand it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Understand being driven to that point. Yeah. I but would you that. want that for your child? But, it's, no. but that's different. I, I don't think it will get, I, I don't think fighting back and will lead a person to that extreme. I feel like if that just happens, that could happen to anybody. Like if I told them, if, if someone told their kid, hey, don't fight back, I still think later if they were put in a scenario of, something crazier happening like murder they w- they could still react with a i'm going to kill this person yeah but i think doing it early and i'm not saying that i'm against it i'm just presenting a, a, a counterpoint i'm saying that some would say that establishing those ideals early that you have to get your lick back or you have to you know if somebody hits you hit them back without context can lead to somebody saying, well, they did this to me. I have to get them back. Fair. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think with young kids, it's hard to, because part of the get back is you have to assess situations. Like if you tell that to a young kid, any, if somebody hits them, they're just going to start swinging off anytime somebody they think hit them. And that's not kind of what you want to create. Because even as, as an adult, if somebody hits you, you're not going to, possibly respond the same way you would depending on how they hit you like if somebody hits you now you might brush it off depends depends on how they hit you but that's something that's difficult to I guess uh, a, a difficult message to share with a kid and have them put that type of reasoning behind it yeah I think we all have been to the point where you had to defend yourself and because you know that if you don't then that person is going to continue to 
toe that line with you or continue to mess with you or pick with you, whatever. Um, I think that we can kind of reframe our our teaching of this. Let's not just go with the standard. If somebody hit you, hit them back. I think that we have to put some type of assessment on it. Like if th- you feel like you can't get out of the situation without fighting back or defending yourself, then do that. But if you can try to do that, you see what I'm saying? I mean, yes. But yeah. that's also, I think, a difficult ideology to. Yeah, it's hard. On. It's not as catchy as if somebody hit you, hit you, hit them back. <laughs> yeah. Or it's also, it's just not as simple when, I mean, we're saying this with more developed minds. So it's, yeah, you said that to a 10 year old and they're still going to say, I felt nervous. Mm hmm. Type shit. So, yeah, it's, it's a difficult. I don't, I don't get that culture. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's all. That's the only way I knew how to describe it. But no, nah, sometimes, sometimes you gotta say, you know, if this might hits you, don't. It's it's hard. It's it's hard to teach. Um, I guess that type of behavior, in a way, to enforce it properly. To enforce it's one of those things, I guess, takes time. Like when to hit somebody back or when to, you know, be aggressive and when to, you know, know I need to stand up for myself now or I need to, you know, instead of just kind of letting something pass off because it's not, it's not worth it. Yeah. I just feel like I, I'd be cool with like one of my kids defending, like if they defending a, a sibling or something like that, or, if you didn't, if you, you normally, you know, the situation, like I didn't been in situations where it might just be a one-off, like somebody, you know, will try to hit you or will hit you and you could react in, or somebody that's been picking on you, whether it be verbally and it's just been escalating and, you know, they can get to a point or physically and got to a point where you know that this can't continue. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once it gets to that point, that's when I'm okay with you saying, "Hey, look, I got to defend myself if this person put your put their hands on you." And I'm not saying that might not that might be the first time. If you feel like you threatened or you in danger and you need to defend yourself, go ahead and do it. But I do think that sometimes we teach them to react too quickly, and like that instills in them this this mindset of if somebody does something to me, I got to get them back. Not only just for violence, but for just little petty things. Like you got to be the last, you got to have the last word all the time, or you got to, if somebody slights you in the, in some other type of way, you got to get them back. And it don't always got to be like that. No, you're and You're right. And this might be a little too, uh, too serious, but no, that's definitely shit that you get at home. Because, I mean, you got to think about it. If you go home and as a, so there are some kids in some situation where if you go home and say, yeah, so-and-so hit me today, the response might not be, okay, what happened? Oh, okay, well, don't let it happen again or something happens again, go to your teacher. It, the response could just be, don't show up here before until you whoop their ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, and, I've seen that before. And now that's how they're at this point moving forward trying to resolve conflict or disrespect disrespect is it's such a terrible thing because it's really one of those things where you can't really you can i guess but at some points like say yes that was disrespect but people would just say you disrespected me and 
if they made up in their mind that they were disrespected, they will justify anything. Yeah, that's grounds for being yeah. some ass. Like, it could be some non-disrespectful shit, and they're just going to be like, no, nah, I felt disrespected. I'm a man. Yeah. It's like the bitch and word. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like the bitch word. Like, to, to certain people, you calling, somebody calling you a bitch wouldn't be that upsetting. But I've I've been in a situation where somebody used the word and you blank out. Mm. Yeah. Because you I feel mean, disrespected. Yeah. I think you, you have, if it's somebody you know, you might give them more, you're more willing to maybe pause and ask them a question like what's like what's to you? Like why why are you even engaging like this? Especially if that's not how we speak to each other. Yeah. It's somebody you don't know. It's just kind of common knowledge. Like that's that's grounds for disrespect. Mm-hmm. Those that that could be seen as a fighting word. You have to you have to be prepared when you throw that out there. Yeah, it's like white person saying nigga, just be on your toes. It, it could get ugly real fast. Uh, yeah, the last last thing I kind of want to touch on real quick is um uh, I remember we was talking about the decline in men having sex before 30 last week, but somebody posted a, it's, it was another thing, like actual study done on the decline of friendship now and a percentage of people who report they have a number of close friends, not including their relatives. And they compared 1990 versus 2021, which was when the latest study was done. And for men, 40% said they had 10 or more friend, close friends, in 1990, now it's 15%. Uh, as far as women, uh, 28% said they had more than 10 or more close friends in 1990, and 11% say they do now. Uh, it's other numbers, like they do six to nine friends, five, four, three, and all that. Um, but th- those are like the, the highest it's a, a very sharp decline in men, like from 40 to 15 and 10 or more friends. And then for women, it's 28 to 11. What do y'all feel like is the, the cause for this? Or do y'all feel like it is a cause for this? Or uh, I feel like women are, uh, and this is not the only reason, but I feel like women are uh, quicker to refer to people as their friends than men are. Mm. Mm. This and this is just something I thought about when the uh, women part came on because I feel like for guys, well, I'll just put it from my perspective. I could like chill with you and and hang out with you a couple times and, and and we talk and all that. I don't know in my mind if it will click that I this is one of my this is one of my close friends as quickly as a woman. You know they could you know go out a couple times and they're like yeah this is this is one of my friends this is one of my you know people that I mess with I don't know if I, I maybe I just look at things different oh well I guess kind of somewhat taking on what you're saying um, I do maybe think that it's now there's a, such a strong decrease in the numbers because people aren't considering with the internet and how easy i guess in a way you could say it is to stay in contact with people people now don't really bucket everybody in the close friends bucket 
or not, or even in the fringe bucket. Period. Um, I mean, friend, friend is like the easy word to use, I guess, because you're not really gonna be like, yo, this is my associate. <laughs> even though y'all, y'all may only rock with each other every in a group setting or when y'all just happen to be around each other, you may, but it's just easy to say, this is my friend. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean that y'all have a real friendship, no matter how long it extends. And I think at this point, maybe at this age, people have started to reevaluate certain friendships and maybe people who they thought were close friends. They're not close. It's not like they're not friends anymore. They just realize, Oh, we're not close friends like that, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Cause it just seems like, um, Men at 40% in 1990 and then to go to 15% now is a wild jump. I don't know if that's anything related to gender or, or just like society changing and niggas not playing sports or building houses no more. <laughs> I don't know what, what the deal is with that. Um, women going from 28 to 11. Um, I don't It just seemed like why are friends. Do y'all feel like y'all have less friends now? because of us growing up and getting older or is it like a changing of times well i don't know if it's friends i think it's the the close friends i guess is the biggest thing because like it's i i don't think it's a crazy thing to have not that many close friends that's i think it's i think it's hard to have a lot of close friends because i mean it's doable but you have to there's a lot more vulnerability in I guess those relationships are one would think or expect. Mm, yeah. yeah. As a close friend, when you're just kind of friends, y'all can just be cool. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I think that I definitely agree with that. I think that's a, a, a underrated thing, not an underrated, but a undervalued thing in a like a, a close friend relationship. It's how much you have to put into that relationship. People think you just have to cultivate romantic relationships. You have mm-hmm. to cultivate like platonic relationships. Like you have to mm-hmm. make sure you spending time to talk to each other and stuff like that, and make sure y'all know y'all both put time because after a while you're gonna be like this nigga not i'm not really cool with this person no more like we on two different levels we don't really talk like that it's just Mm -hmm. different and you also have to think about it as well like as you get older you have more things that come into your life they have more things that come into their life so someone can easily go from close friend to just a friend in a four-year time span Mm mm-hmm yeah. Just just based on things that are going on, or maybe y'all are just living two different lives and not even in a negative way, but y'all just have two different things going on and maybe y'all don't link like y'all used to link. So it's it's different. Okay. So I think that I think I don't know, maybe over time I could understand how would you lose close friends as you get older. Yeah. Yeah. So I I just thought that was interesting. Something I want to touch for a little minute. Uh any other thoughts on that before we move on to music? Alright, uh not a lot of music this week, but we had some some talk talkable um albums. Uh we're gonna start with the Jeezy. Yeah. Uh we had Jeezy Snowfall Drop is a Gangsta Grills uh tape, man. What y'all what y'all feel about it? I liked it, man. I thought I think uh you know I it, it's always good to hear drama. 
he's the, one of the only DJs that can do what he's doing right now just because of his level of shit talking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like GZ, he, you know, he came back. He came back with some stuff. I hate that Street Cred song. Other than that, I understand the message, but don't yeah, be... I wasn't mad at it. <laughs> I, I just didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't buy this with street cred. Like, get that bullshit out of here. I want to hear some ignorance. But, I, yeah, as a whole, I, I mess with this uh, uh, this tape or project, whatever they're going to call it. Yeah. Uh, one thing I would say, too, is it, it, it kind of, I wouldn't say worries me, but it kind of is weird to me how Jeezy flirts that line of trying to inspire people to do better and giving you a soundtrack to the streets in a way because mm. he's still talking about selling dope and you know cripping and doing all this shit on this album but mm-hmm. in his interview like he in with songs like street cred he's trying to tell people to be better so it's just like the age-old question of how could you like preach these positive messages and do all that at one end and still glorify that lifestyle to a certain extent on the other end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I guess it's just one of those things where everybody kind of has a... Are you supposed to ignore the past? No, not at all. You where you came from. But at a certain point, especially with Jeezy, what, 43, 42? Somewhere around there. I feel like if your thing is for black people to be empowered and to move past that, move past the streets, I don't think you dropping projects with those that subject matter is helping <laughs> them move past the streets. That's just going to give me something to play while I'm in the streets. Because like mm-hmm. I said earlier, how like Wiz and I had influences have me do certain shit from the music. It that's when I was young. That's when I was impressionable. That same thing can happen with Jeezy music, Gucci music, Keith music, all that type of shit. Yeah, I mean, I I, I hear it, and it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just I don't. I, I think it's this is the only genre where that's an issue. So it's kind of difficult on are you supposed to at that point turn around and begin to preach only positivity? Yeah. And that even the most positive people like that ratchet shit. Yeah, no, that's true. And like like I said, it's it's conflicting because I like the music. And it's just like, but I'm conflicted on like if you feel that way or if I feel that way why am I listening to this or why are you making this? So it's always that, that conflict in, in it. So, mm. uh, but I, I fuck with a lot of these songs, bro. Scarface with ESTG was probably my, one of my favorites. Uh, that nigga ESTG gave him a, a fucking verse, bro. Bro. And that beat is crazy. Yeah. That, that was, yeah, that was a standout for sure. Uh, I like MJ Jeezy too, um, and the fact that people call him MJ Jeezy, Michael Jackson Jeezy, is hilarious. Nobody calls him that. He said niggas in uh, Tallahassee call him Michael Jackson Jeezy. <laughs> so that was funny. So yeah, I fucked with it. Uh, see, did you have any standouts or how did you feel about it? Um, I only gave it a little bit. It, 
these type of projects are always kind of harder to get into. I got to mm-hmm. figure it out. Because, I mean, you it's hard to compare to the old stuff. But also at the same time, it's like you you kind of assume like it's gonna be mid. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm I'm gonna give it another go though. Okay. Uh. Anybody listen to that? Uh. Taylor Swift. No. No. Yeah, I didn't listen to it. So I I'll probably give it a chance. Uh. Sander dropped an album. Well, five pack. I don't know if it's an album or an EP. What would you Whoa. call this? Really? Uh, yeah. Called uh too late to die young. Damn, I gotta listen to that. Um, so I'll probably check that out. Um, any other albums? Oh, we did get the the Young Boy Gangsta Grills. Oh yeah, Young Boy Gangsta Grills. Anybody listen to? He just been dropping too much, bro. Yeah, because didn't he just drop an album last week? Yeah, thirty eight hundred degrees, and then he dropped one a week before that as well. So I can't listen to all that shit. Yeah, it didn't even feel like how Jeezy's felt. Even though that they were both gangster grills, this sounded like just a bunch of throwaway tracks that drama was just talking over. And oh, it, it just it, it felt like a different vibe. I didn't really I didn't it really did, like it. It didn't seem like they worked together. Yeah. And I feel like that's that's pretty much what it is. I don't feel like drama went to young boy. It was like he can go to Utah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I, I'll, ch- I'll check it out. Yeah, Snoop Gangster Grills. Uh, what's it called? I, I ain't done yet or some I shit. Yeah. I still got it. Some shit like that. Anyway, like, listen. No, I, I didn't I, look for it. I downloaded, I gonna, but I didn't listen. Yeah, I was gonna wait for someone to say it's good. I don't know if I'm really trying to hear <laughs> Uncle Snoop <laughs> <laughs> rap on the Gangster Grill. I'm gonna be honest. I got love for Snoop. He's a legend, but. Yeah, I need to know what's good before I take my time for that. Snoopy mm-hmm. randomly surprising you with projects like that. Bush, I don't know if y'all ever listened to that. Bush, oh that, no, yeah, that was a good ass album. No, Bush was solid, but that was like produced all by the Neptunes, right? Yeah, yeah. If 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 you let me know that, I might tune in. Yeah. Um, did y'all listen to the Babyface? No. <laughs> it's so funny when I seen that I I immediately thought it was Babyface Ray. I, I had I totally disregarded <laughs> that there was <laughs> an actual Babyface. Honestly, yeah, that, I, I'm starting to have that problem as well. But it, it looked it looked good. I ain't listened to it, but I saw it had some decent features. Well, I got nervous when I saw the intro, and everything else has these. The, the intro is Angie Martinez and Lala. Okay. Oh my, yeah. But then he got an Ari Lennox song, Kaylani, LMA. He got Coco Jones. Coco Jones. Shout out to Coco. I'll listen. Man, Kaylani. I need Kaylani to do something a little different, though, with her style. Because Kaylani does a great job of singing when she's angry. I, honestly, I need Kaylani to be angry at a woman and then make a whole project. That shit will be fire. <sighs> that shit will be fire, man. Uh, man, I don't know, bro. I I, Kay- I can't say what I want to say because that's oh. gonna get me put out the pain. But okay. yeah, I I just don't want that. Just say it like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Roddy Rich dropped a single called Asher Martin Truck. I ain't gonna lie, Roddy been dropping some decent ass shit lately, bro. Mm. This one isn't one of the ones that you get upset. Like, why can't you just? Yeah. Like, what was everything in between here? It was pretty. Uh, he announced that he got a uh, 
what's the shit? Feeding the Streets or Feed the Streets 3 coming out November 28th, I want to say, or November 8th. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. See, because I mean, I think we it was a little bit hard on them for that last album, but we're gonna see. That shit was trash, but we 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 gonna see what happened <laughs> with this next one. Uh, Gucci dropped So Icy Boys 22, another 23 songs added to that other album, so brings the total to 56 tracks. They gotta stop. I saw that and I was like, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I see No Worries and Anderson Pac has a song with her called Where I Go. I didn't listen to anybody. Check that out. Mm-mm. No. Uh, yeah, Jeremiah dropped his first single off, I guess, his new project called Changes. Okay. I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, uh, I know we got Hit Boy and Currency. Are they doing... Somebody said they were doing a project. Yeah, they got a project coming up. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and apparently Currency said Jermaine Dupree lost the files that they had. And nigga, cool. nigga, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? So apparently we're not, we're not getting that. Damn. Oh, man. I, I, I already knew that shit was about to be fire. Yeah. Um, We did get Icewear Vessel and a... Who was it? Icewear Vessel, Babyface Race Song. We got a new one of those, too. Oh shit! I'm gonna check it out. Uh, outside of that, I think that is about it. Any other things we missing? Um, I think Armani Caesar dropped the project too. Oh yeah, that uh, Marie, Marie, what is Diana? It? Diana, Diana, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just here for the music videos. Yeah, really. <laughs> the song, the song uh, with Kodak was Kodak had a decent little better. Yeah, out. I think she just needs to pick a side, bro. <laughs> What you mean? You know what I mean. <laughs> oh, okay. That Tanache pick a side. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's about that's about all the music I know. And I know we're running a little late. So uh you wanna get in shout outs? Let's do it. All right, uh Caesar, what you got? Uh man, shout out Marshawn Lynch. He got um his jersey retired into Bacal. Hall of Fame. Oh shit! So shout out to him. Uh, shout out to Jada Kiss. Apparently, he launched a coffee brand called Kiss Cafe with his dad, who apparently has been in the industry since 1977. Um, and he got a son into it as well. So, I, I guess love, he. I love when rappers uh go beyond rap and like get into like different little spaces like that. That's dope. Yeah, so that's a move. So shout out to shout out to him for that. Okay. Uh, don't know what you got, bro. Uh, shit. I'm I'm a shout out. Uh, Lisa Leslie, man. Uh, just going off watching that legacy. Uh, Lakers thing. I really wish that uh Lisa could have talked more in that. Cause she's a legend for real. But I feel I like I don't just talk about the sparks. You know what I'm saying? Winning winning them championships. Like you got Jimmy. I understand you got Jim talking about. I mean, not Jim. Uh, Johnny. But why don't you get uh the actual star in there? You know. Yeah, I, I feel, I like, feel like they want to brush over the Sparks, though. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not the Lakers, so yeah. brush over. No, I, I understand, but I feel like also Lisa could have talked to the Lakers as well, talked about the Lakers, and I feel like she was close around there, living in L.A. at a time. You know, you got Rob, what's that dude, Rob Lowe in there talking all this shit. Mm, Rob Just Lowe. doing coke and, <laughs> and going to the game's courtside. 
But yeah, shout out to Lisa Leslie, man. Definitely, uh, you know, a legend in the game. Yeah, shout out to Lisa Leslie. Shout out to Chene, uh, OG, uh how, how you say her last name? Hey, listen. OG? Listen. Okay, don't be a nigga and, sh- and just say OG. <laughs> OG. <laughs> she's she's wilding with those heels, man, because they, they're... Ah, I can't. See, it's pumping it up. It's pumping it up, bro. It, it's, it's, it's doing some things. You can't really be doing that shit on ESPN, man. Hey, I don't man. give a damn about them highlights you talking about. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she come with the slugger trying lately, bro. Yeah, I, I don't know man. what's going on. Uh, Any other shout outs for you? No. Alright, I got a few. Uh shout out to Paul George of the Clippers, man. He partnered with BetterHelp to provide over three million dollars in free therapy uh to people that need it, man. Um I thought that was a dope move. Uh I just, I think that's one of the things that I feel like our government and our country should be doing more of is uh mental health services and stuff like that. Uh shout out to Gillian Wallow. Uh well allegedly they signed a hundred million dollar contract. Uh, for a million dollars worth of game, uh, I, I I don't think we needed that video, but salute to them. Uh, <laughs> when when we get our deal, we gotta uh, sign the contract to Rich Forever and cry and hug each other, man. You you gotta cry with Paul Masani your hand. Yeah, bro. <laughs> they had the Amsterdam in his hand. That's what made me question it. I was like, how much is that contract yeah. really, bro? <laughs> but maybe Barstool Amsterdam, is uh Amsterdam been they sponsor? Yeah, 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 sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I was figuring. Uh, but still, I wouldn't have it in my hand. I have it off to the side of some shit. Uh, and the opposite of a shout out to Killer Mike, man, he's doing photo ops with the ops. Uh, Brian Kemp, and he somebody asked him who's he voting for, and he said he said it's a private manner. So you know what that means. <laughs> okay, I saw somebody say um, Killer Mike would have. They tweeted Killer Mike would have told on Harriet Tubman. Yeah, bro. I went, we let niggas infiltrate us so quick. I, I, he can't infiltrate us because he's black, but it's just like, I, you, oh, man, niggas just turn on you for the the quickest shit, bro. And for you to even be affiliated with Brian Campus, it's nuts. Duh. So it is what it is. Niggas get money and they switch up, but it is what it is, bro. Anything else to say before we get up out of here, man? Um, yeah, just one last question for y'all. Um, I saw this tweet that said, if Shorty invites all her niggas out in the celebration of her, how do you, how do the niggas find out? Have you ever been stuck lingering and then realized that you was one of the hoes? (laughs) Oh, man. No, I haven't, but I, I could feel like that'll be a wild thing, man. That's gotta be disturbing. Like, you think you the one and then... He's like, yo, who's this, who's this nigga cleaning up? You ever bring out all your joints? What? You ever bring out all your joints? Like Summer Jam? What do you mean, like Summer Jam? I mean, you like, you bring them all up. You, you going out and you invite a few of them. You know? Every single one of them. Yeah. I ain't never had no joints, so nah. Oh, I see. I said we're not being truthful on the spot, but yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he got treated like that. Hey, man, you wasn't talking like that before. <laughs> Talk like how you was talking. Use your regular voice, nigga. <laughs> on that Paul Pierce shit. <laughs> hey, what up, bitch? <laughs> oh, man, boy. Uh, Monica, come get this money. Uh, but, yeah, man, we appreciate all y'all for listening. Uh, 
Is it Halloween weekend? Uh, that would be next. Well, they'll get a pie from us next. Week. Halloween's Monday. So, yeah. It's- yeah, Halloween is Yeah, Halloween's Monday. Oh yeah, well, well, we'll talk to y'all after Halloween, but have a safe Halloween, man. Um, Dude, say what you always say. I don't know what what's, <laughs> what's my shout, what's, out, shout out to the tricks and the treats. I'll never say that. <laughs> I'll never say the bullshit like that. <laughs> but if you feel like tricking, then I'm treating. Uh, but yeah, man, we appreciate y'all for listening. This has been episode 181, and we'll holler at you, my little boss. Yes, sir.